It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Podcast. Podcast, Chuck, Jeremy, and we sitting up here, a little, little dismayed, because we're missing the big white booty. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking forward to seeing a big white ass today. It did not happen. But, I mean, life goes on. Uh, so, got to slide that up just a little bit so it's uh, near you. Yeah, honestly, it was a little fucked up because I don't know what the fuck to talk about today. Because I was thinking about yeah, yeah, no. you and Sarah. Yeah. So, this puts us in an awkward fucking spot. Well... Shit, man. Can't be too hard. No. I mean, you know, you had a eventful weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, the bachelor party. Uh shout out to my cousin Trayvon. My new official cousin Mickey. Good girl. Real nice. Uh Bachelor Party and the Bachelorette Party was right down the street from each other. Small town. PA in the house, pulled out to Texas. <laughs> you don't know that, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey man. And, and and man, my cousins, they they did it up. They did a way better job than I could have. I mean, if they would have come down here, yeah, yeah, my cousin probably would have made it back for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd had a damn good time. We'd have we'd had a damn good time because I'd have took them to all the hood spots. Well, see, the thing is, uh, bachelor party at strip club. Yeah, I mean, for them, it's just a, it's a cash grab, a cash grab for the chicks that's there. The other thing is, not nearly as many people would have come as it haven't been in Port Arthur because really, all they got to do is take a drive up because all my family, all the ones that came. Except for a couple of the girls, they all live in North Houston. They all live, like, they hop right on 10, hit uh, 73, and then you right in Port Arthur in, like, 45 minutes. And the other people, you got to drive across Houston, so that's an hour already, depending on what time you leave. But uh, So from Tomball to Port Arthur, that's two hours? It might be. Shit. I don't know. I don't know the crossroads. I don't know the, cross, the street that goes across, because I know Tomball is all 290. Yeah. So you might be able to hit 610 and take 610 to 10, or there might be a way to get there from 290, but I don't know it because we never drove that way. But, uh, yeah, man. It was a, it was a beautiful experience. Looked like it. Man. Rode around with big cousins. We we hit up all his old spots. All the friends he, all the friends he had from growing up there, all of them showed up. 
There's some wild niggas out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I swear to God, man, the way them motherfuckers talk, everybody main bitch is somebody else's side bitch out there. That town too small <laughs> for y'all not to be fucking around in the same pool. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? Hey, man. I'm I'm not naming no names, and I'm not saying nobody in my family said any of this shit. But there was plenty of side bitch talk out <laughs> But, hey, marriage is beautiful. Yeah, marriage is beautiful. Uh, what I want you to do is just, let's get to the, let's talk about the. Skip scamps and scallywags. Yes. Uh, had a one Mexican chick. Mm-hmm. Big old mm-hmm. ass. Real nice ass. Just, mm-hmm. Mm. As the Italians say, Montebello. Montebello. <laughs> it's fucking. Oh. Oh. And then they had this light skinned black girl. She's skinny. She's she's slim. She, she looked thick to me. Great ass, though. She like. Looked... Like, you, see, you ever see them girls? They skinny. And they you think they got narrow hips, but then they turn to the side, and that motherfucker just. Pop out. All the hips. Then went to the back. It's just all ass. That's how she was. Oh my god! And it was solid, solid as a rock. Not fake, fake ass, hard implant solid. Like that bitch been running from bears her whole life. So, like, <laughs> like that bitch might outrun a cheetah solid. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Both of them had you know decent titties. And what was really weird is both of them was cute. Now, I won't say that it was pretty because it was dark and it had strip club lighting inside there. But they were both cute. Like, you would wake up in the morning and you wouldn't hate yourself for having fucked one of them. But they'd have to leave sometime before afternoon. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> definitely got to make that shift. They ain't missing work. No, I'm saying you got to get out. Yeah. Why are you still here? <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, man. I know uh, they made some cash, not for me, because I spent all my money on the alcohol. But uh, there's plenty of money being tossed in the air. Uh, I think we had a real legit '70s pimp in there. Somebody, Uncle Kane. It was it was wild as fuck in there. It was funny. It was funny shit though. And and you know what? Can't none of the girls hate, cause and this this is the funny shit. It was girls. They had a stripper too. Right. Okay. So one, it was weird because my mama and my sister was in the same room with a naked man. That <laughs> was fucked. I heard that story. That was, well, was wild as fuck. I was like, what the fuck? Why are y'all talking about this shit with me in the room? I don't want to know. But anyway, uh, this is the difference. Is... I would neither confirm nor deny that pictures inside the men's bachelor party exist. But I can confirm that there was pictures of the stripper and some girls at the bachelorette party because some bitch, and I I don't, you know what, I shouldn't even say bitch because it might be somebody in my family. Somebody was in there snitching on Snapchat. Somebody was Snapchatting people. What? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so somebody somebody got a picture on the internet 
with some country dick on their face. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Your so, girls. Yeah, they girls. breaking the rules right yeah, there. Yeah, man. man. Like, can't if you go, yeah, shit. you can't put shit. Don't be tweeting, Snapchatting. Stay off social media, man. I'm not saying don't take a picture to, to memorialize the moment and share it with the people who was there, but the motherfuckers who wasn't there, the people you can't trust, don't put that shit on yeah. the internet. Because we at the bachelor party looking at pictures of the bachelorette party. <laughs> 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 I'm dead serious. That's how quick the shit get out. <laughs> that's how quick that shit happened. Motherfuckers is like, oh shit, who is that? Hey, that's old girl, the, the thing with the with the thing on the face. <laughs> so, was your was your sister uh, covering her face? Nah, Jessica been the she been the strip clothes. You know what I'm saying is because she's the one that said that, or Smy told me that. Smye oh yeah, got yeah, the, she got crabs in the eyebrows. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. <laughs> nah, man, man, they don't like you can't. Nah, my family, they know. Like, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta scuffle that stripper dick. Stripper dick, you be having that bitch. <laughs> Get that stripper dick away from me. <laughs> so, look, man, everybody had fun. It was cool. My mama almost got in a fight with the wedding planner. Uh, which, by the way, and honestly, I hope this bitch is. The lady who planned the wedding was the absolute fucking worst. This bitch was the absolute fucking worst. Alright, we supposed to go to the rehearsal the day before the wedding, right? Rehearsal started at four. Supposed to be from four to six. This bitch didn't show up till like five fifteen. <laughs> we and that bitch just guessing what the fuck's supposed to go. <laughs> don't nobody know shit. She she don't know what the fuck she doing. I don't know what the fuck is going well, on. How much they fucking pay her ass then? Huh? How much they pay it? I don't know. I tell, I don't get into people's business yeah. like that. Yeah. I just know that bitch wasn't doing what she was supposed to do. And people was pissed. Wedding didn't start. It started like 30, 40 minutes late. Because then nobody know where to go. She making up shit at the last minute. Uh, somebody, auntie or grandma or some lady had to tell everybody where the fuck the shit was supposed to go. Like who was supposed to come out. Because she had me, I'm the best man. She had me coming out with my sister, who was one of the bridesmaids. But the best man was supposed to come out with the pastor and the and the groom. So we didn't find that out until the last minute. So we had to reorder everything. This is a bunch of shit that just went wrong that shouldn't have went wrong. Because we had a bitch in charge that didn't know what the fuck she was doing. So that part, eh. Then she... uh she was talking to some, you know, like the 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 bridal party or whatever, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a table for us, like for after the wedding for the reception. She was just disorganized. It was it was a lot of fuckery going then on. What, then what about the food? Food was provided by the hotel. It wasn't bad food. The brisket was actually pretty good. But they didn't plan on having so many people show up. So then there was a food shortage. And that's where she got into it with my mom. Because she was like, all right, we're going to serve the bridal party first. Or the, the wedding party first. And then the family next. And then everybody else can come in and get whatever they're supposed to get, right? So I wasn't all that hungry because of the night before. 
<laughs> I told him if I was like, I got 20 minutes of standing sobriety. So y'all better get this shit. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> might get to the part where they like, speak now, forever hold your peace. And I'm be like, that. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was fucked up that day. And, uh,. So they serving the family, right? So she tell my mom and my uncles and them to, you know, y'all can go out and we'll be ready to serve you in a minute. So they go out there. But the service people ain't saying shit. It's food out there. They got spoons in there. But they don't, like, it's supposed to, they supposed to serve the plates or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So one of my uncles go up to serve the thing and the lady go off. Now she didn't yell at my mama. But my mama was standing in the general direction to which she was yelling. So she said, I thought I told y'all to wait. She snapped off. So my mom turned, I know this bitch ain't talking to her. <laughs> and she was like, no. She was like, bitch, ain't nobody talking to you. I'm talking to my family. You know what? This is my little, like, this is my nephew wedding. I'm not going to fuck it up. I'm going to go to Chili's, get me something to eat. I'm going to come back. Y'all better get this bitch away from me. She had to go to fucking Chili's. <laughs> so then she leave. But word get back to my cousin. And my cousin, she young, reckless. Little ghetto. Little bit. Little bit. She like, oh, I know she ain't out there yelling at my auntie. She taking off her earrings and shit. She finna go out there and whoop the way <laughs> It was... It was a true PA affair. Shout to Port Arthur. Home of the motherfucking UGK. But hey, man. It was beautiful. The service turned out as good as it could. You know, my cousin looked nice. His wife was pretty in her dress. We took some real nice pictures. It was a little bit of chaos, but... I don't expect nothing less from my family. Everything could have went right, and the spike still could have broke out. It... <laughs> That's who we are. So, but man, hey, hey, it was fun as fuck, man. I, I had a good time. I had a good time, man. I would say it was like we was kids, but we ain't never had no big booty bitches shaking their ass in our faces. If we did, they didn't tell me where the fuck it was. <laughs> So, man, it was it was it was fun, man. Yeah. It was fun to be around my family like that, hang out, get way more shit faced than I should have. Damn, they had a whole bottle of grouse. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> man. This is a beautiful experience. And, uh, yeah, came back here. Uh, got back early Sunday. Went to the White Horse. Got fucked up. Again, probably wasn't the best idea. I went to the White Horse. I went, no, first, where the fuck we go first? I think we went to, yeah, we went to the White Horse first. Then we went down to the Yellow Jacket. 
Then we went, I think, to the Brixton. We bar hopped for a while. The Brixton is one with all them smelly hipsters. That's all the bars down there. Nah, well, uh, that one (laughs) that Yeah, yeah, the motherfucker. Yeah, man, look. I realize that motherfuckers like to day drink. And this this is particular to Austin, although I'm sure it's not just in Austin. I'm sure Portland, Seattle, anywhere where they have smelly young white people (laughs) with a shit ton of tattoos and ridiculous beard. Like, if you spend that much time putting wax on your mustache to curl your shit up, take take a shower, man. Put some deodorant on. All right, hit something. Hit yourself up with some Febreze. <laughs> Throw on some Axe bodies. Something. <laughs> Fuck. Just raw ass water. Just and no soap. That's what not it smells even like. raw water. Just. Nah, man. Them motherfuckers smell like they just jumped in a fucking baby pool of garbage truck juice. Just. Just. Hey, it was thick that one time, man. I couldn't. I couldn't take it's it. It's fucking disgusting. No, I and, and look, you know it's bad if I can smell it because I usually can't smell shit. But that shit was fuck. Oh my god! Like, I know it's hot in Texas. I realize that. Yeah. I realize you're gonna sweat. But see, it's the difference between bar hopping, walking from bar to bar, sweat. That's fresh sweat. That's 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 a little bit of musk. But that's not. These motherfuckers had three day old. Hustling in the hallways, Wu Tang gets the elevator sweat on him. Like it was, come on, man. Like seriously, is it is it not hipster to take a bath? Is that what it is? You're talking to the wrong person, man. Because I don't. If that's part of your culture, that's why your shit's falling off. That's why don't nobody like y'all. You think it's because of the stupid, the stupid shit, the ironic T-shirts, liking shit that don't nobody else like. Whatever the fuck defines a hipster. No, it's because you motherfuckers stink. Nobody wants to be around that. Take a goddamn bath. You are in public. Public. We see you. We smell you. Now, I don't mind looking at you. But I'd be goddamn if I'm a smell you. Yeah. And how come people in the bar don't say nothing? <laughs> look. I know look. money's money, but come on, man. I Bruh. Got, look, look. Bro. Look. Hey. Bruh. Nah, it's it's fucking gross. It's fucking gross. And they ain't got the nerve to fucking ride bikes around. And then get pissed off, give, give me the eyeball, because I'm sitting there talking about some... You motherfucking smell. The fuck, man? I mean, it'll bring t- it brought tears to my eyes that one day. Hey, you were sitting right behind him. I was like, there's no way... It's just, you breathe in, you can taste it. You can taste the funk. Get the fuck out of here with that fucking bullshit. Man, that shit man. was unadulterated funk. That shit was gross. It was the, it was, it was, it was fucking bad. Which, man, you can't, like, don't, don't, don't fucking do that. Don't do that. And I, you know what, I shouldn't even say young white, just young people in Austin. Because I've seen hipsters of all types walking around smelling like asshole. You motherfucker, like seriously. Wet gunpowder. Just. <laughs> just <laughs> really? You just gonna rock some, for just, 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 just throw on some fresh dog shit for you love, huh? 
Just, yeah. just, just fresh rat ass. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. Just let me get, let me get some of that cat piss. Throw it on behind my, my earlobes and my kneecaps. Yeah, man. But I, I mean, it was still, it was still cool though. This white horse. The white horse is actually cool on Sundays because they had a motherfucking uh, this uh, Mexican band, a bunch of old Mexican dudes playing Tejano, and you see all the Mexican, the old Mexican couples from the neighborhood come in and dance. Man, I seen, I swear to God, this dude was there. That nigga looked like a uh, like the bad guy in a Robert Rodriguez movie. Fucking full blue denim. Blue denim uh, outfit, right? Yeah. But that hard denim. But he had like skinny jeans and one of the thin, uh, not thin, not vest, like a, a a jean jacket. But it was made like a uh, like a blazer. Okay. And it had the patches on it. Yeah. Motherfucker had a shirt with the shit flared open like this with the collar, the big collar, butterfly and collar. some cowboy boots. Not butterfly, but the thick one. Cause you know how you had the thin collar joints that sit like right here, That's one and then you got the down. thick ones, yeah, that come out to about here. Not butterflies, it's full of butterflies, oh, like out to here. Yeah. But anyway, he had that shit on, had his motherfucking chest of taco meat out, <laughs> and he had the uh, the goat with the with the curled up mustache. <laughs> it was like, that's a real fucking Mexican up here. <laughs> like, look, he looked like he jumped. Straight out of motherfucking Desperado. Fuck Desperado. He looked like he jumped straight out of El Mariachi. <laughs> I was like, man, that motherfucker had spurs and silver tips on his on his on his boots. I'd have got the files like I'm getting the fuck out of here because he gonna shoot a nigga for this bitch. <laughs> then they had uh this short, like the the real motherfucking caballeros, the Mexican cowboys. They came in with the with the with the with the hats, the the silk shirts, the tight cowboy jeans, the belt buckles, the boots, the whole nine. They was up in that bitch. Look like little Mexican Yosemite Sam's up in that bitch. <laughs> it wasn't busy from uh, Sapai. Man, why was always busy, man? You can't, can't even fucking tell the difference. You remember? All right, so you remember that night that that we got drafted into that bachelor party? Yeah. And we went in that bitch and it was wall to wall. Yeah. That wasn't doing South by. That was a that was a fucking Wednesday. Damn, <laughs> it's like a Wednesday or a Thursday. No, it was a Wednesday because it was one of the nights I had off. That was a fucked up night. Yeah, that was a regular fucking Wednesday, and it was wall to wall in that bitch. Didn't they have some food there? Yeah, well, they always had that truck out there. They didn't nah, have food I thought it was like on the inside. No, nah, they didn't have food on the inside. I just remember eating. No, they had a band in there. Yeah, we ate because we got the food from the outside. We got the food from the truck. Then brought it inside. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. White horse always bitch like that, so. <laughs> got drafted in a bachelor party. We did. <laughs> we just fucking ended it. It was like, hey, bro, you want to jump? All right. I guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> we had to pay for no more drinks that night, though. <laughs> I mean that shit was that was that was a good fucking night. So 
you know, went home all fucked up. Is, it, is that the night woke up in the field? No. Oh, yeah. That might have been that night. Yeah. I think that, that I think that was that night. Still don't know how the fuck we ended up in that goddamn field. <laughs> Wake up and you got to GPS yourself. <laughs> All right, where the fuck am I? Because <laughs> I, I think Chuck was waking me up. In the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jeremy. What? Jeremy. I'm looking for my glasses. It's like. I said, man, where the fuck are we? <laughs> and <it> was <laughs> but we were on the way there cause right Dude, or, I, we were we were uh, like past you know they had a rodeo yeah yeah the, yeah at Ed, the expo center Ed Boosting yeah well no off of Decker Lane Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were somewhere between Decker Lane and 973, <laughs> but like behind the Expo Center. If I remember, why we were somewhere around Decker Lake, the park over there where you can go fishing. Yeah, we yeah. were somewhere over there. So I don't know where the fuck I was going. That's why I was like, we must have ran from the cops or something. We must have shook the heat. <laughs> and then. <laughs> We sitting in the car. I can't find the keys. I get out. The alarm going off. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I got to piss. I'm pissing the alarm going off. You sitting in there like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> man. Uh, that was wild shit. That's a good goddamn time, though. A good goddamn time. Was is it the the the, the rot rally? What, do you, what? How do you pronounce that? Yeah, rot rally. Rot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Republic of Texas. Okay. We went downtown. Shit. I just remember you took a picture with some chick in the middle of the street. It's possible. And I was just wondering if we went during that time. Because that's coming up here soon, right? Yeah. Well. By the end of the month? I don't know if it's in. May? No. I know it's soon. It's coming up. Yeah, because it's usually what? Middle of, middle of spring? It's right after South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away from downtown. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's stupid. You got a bunch of grown motherfuckers acting like a bunch of kids. Why you want to fight? Why you want to... I mean, it ain't that shit. It, it's not that 70s, 60s... Excuse me. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s anymore. You know? I think it's stupid. Yeah, man. I mean, they ride around on bikes. 
Okay. I don't know, man. I can't explain that shit. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why they want to do that shit. I don't know why anybody fucking fights in the street. That shit's dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's just they come down here and look. I was saying, this is just. I'm growing not fond of Austin anymore. I like I, I do like the place. I, I I like living here, but food's changing. Yeah, it's like what I was talking to Shane about foes. You got to order the rice uh, noodle noodles for your foe. You have to order it. It automatically came with it. Get these fucking Californians coming over here, and you, you, shit's changing. How the and fuck then, did the Californians change it? I don't know, but they did. I'm just asking because they don't run the goddamn restaurant. Did some other people buy the restaurant? Uh, yeah. People are selling out. Oh, well, then yeah, they didn't change shit. That's just the way that the that new management did it. Yeah, but it's every single fucking one. It's a chain <laughs> restaurant. Maybe the chain changed their rules. No, I don't know. No, it's just every every single one that did different things. I do. I I don't know, because honestly, I don't get full noodles all that much. You know I me. Mean? I like to eat shit that I can eat with my hands. So I don't sit down and eat much. I don't. If I'm by myself, I eat in the car. While I'm driving. I don't, like, you know you know me. I'm not a food dude, man. Like, if I don't go somewhere with somebody else and sit down and eat, I don't sit down and eat. Shit, that, the fucking chips and the, and the candy I had in the car is the only thing I've eaten today. <laughs> I'm not that kind of person, man. I don't, so... I mean, I know, I know some of some really good. I know two good Thai places, Madam Ma'am's on the Strip. They have some good fucking noodles. Fucking expensive as shit. It is expensive, Ooh. but you get a lot of goddamn food Ooh. for that money. Remember food. that food truck that we got up by yeah. the uh, yeah, me so horny, me so hungry, me so hungry, <laughs> me so hungry. <laughs> I would never eat at a place called me so horny. Especially when it was next to a gay club. Mm, you want that special sauce? Yes, sir. Mm. Mm, let me skeet it on there. Bitch, don't skeet nothing on my food. <laughs> Would you like a little? No, I don't want no. That night was. Would you like the butt steak? No, I don't want the butt steak. <laughs> How about stink palm? No. Hey, oh, man. Sir, sir, that's all we got. Hey, first of all, I want to say this. You know Chip Charlie is a gay bar? I did realize one thing about Chip Charlie's. Chip Charlie's is one of the few lesbian bars in the country. It started out as a dyke bar. I don't know. You know what? Fuck you. Dykes. Lipsticks. Whatever the fuck y'all call yourselves. Lesbians. Chicks that like chicks. 
fucking lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. Because when I read, I was like, really? Because how do you have like a straight up lesbian bar? But I mean, there was plenty of gay dudes. There's a lot of straight people in there too. Not where we were sitting, <laughs> but hey, one the drinks were cheap. Yeah, yeah, the drinks were cheap. The motherfuckers trying to get us fucked up. Hey, I'm whatever. I understand where you're getting at. He's a bartender. He's supposed to try to get us fucked up. It's not like dudes was buying us drinks and motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker looking like the bar sitting at the end of the bar. Mm, get the gentleman another two. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you this right now. I'm not gay, but if a dude buy me a drink, I'm drinking it. Because, goddamn it, no means no, Mr. Cosby. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he don't hand it to you. Yeah. I just. I put it out on his shoes. Yeah. He give it to me. Said, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Let me get that beer unopened. Unopened. I'll open it. I got to open it. Me. No. Now, what were you saying, Gerard? Gerard. <laughs> like, no, man. Look, he gonna come out talking to his sister. He gonna come back in. Um, hey, Jeremy. Uh, you do know we're in a gay club, right? <laughs> The look on this nigga's face. <laughs> he looked like them monkeys in 2001 when they discovered the fucking tools. <laughs> he he's like, duh, duh, duh. gay, 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 gay. <laughs> it's like, no wonder what? they're playing Mary Poppins on the fucking television, man. Was it Mary Poppins? I don't know. It was man. some kind of. Fucked up shit. I was drinking and I was drinking and talking to the. Cause see me, I just thought that the the big the big bitch behind the bartender. Like I knew she was a lesbian. Like she ain't had no choice because she can't get no dick. But, <laughs> but, but but I didn't think. You know, I was I thought it was just another hipster bar on the east side. Because, like, the first, like, two hours we were in there, we were the only motherfuckers in there. The yeah, one, except for that fucking, uh... Yeah, but he wasn't saying shit to nobody. He it said, was two dudes. Yeah, was he, but they were sitting on the end of the bar talking to the other bartender while, the entire time. Okay, well, while we were eating. While yeah. we were eating. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had people going to the food yeah. truck that weren't going in the bar, yeah, though. yeah. But like when we went in the bar and started drinking, yeah. we were the only people in there for what, like two, almost two hours. So how the fuck was we supposed to know? Neither one of us went to the bathroom and seen the handprints over saw. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go. Neither one of us noticed the fuck because we went in through the side. We yeah. didn't see the fucking big rainbow painted yeah. on the fucking thing either. And you know what? The thing is, is that even if I would have seen all that shit, I wouldn't have gave a fuck because alcohol is alcohol. They got whiskey in there. And God damn it, wherever whiskey go, I go. 
<laughs> you got a point, man. Yeah. But but still, look. There's this one time went downtown and went to the Moose Knuckle. Me and Shane, and um, and think nothing, you know, just going out. So we're just talking about, you know, getting beatings and, you know, growing up, all that kind of shit. What fucking walk up? Oh, so you like to get spanked? No. fucking, <laughs> you're on the right track there, brother. Long story short, I can't remember a whole lot. But the bartender, I just looked at his shirt, and it was all sequins. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... This is our second drink. Alright, it's Austin. Remember, dude, it was uh, $2, you call it, and we yeah. ordered double crown and cokes. Oh! Jesus! <laughs> two fucking dollars. Yes! And that's what got us talking. We're like, yeah. Hey, fuck you. I'm in there. $2, you call it? in there. Oh, like go fuck man. yourself. No one else was in that fucking bar. That's what right I told him. You, you want a two-dollar drink? Yes. Now go in the bathroom and go fuck yourself because you're not fucking me. <laughs> like, dude. It, it, just, it just got to the point where uh, it got extremely... Gay? Gay. Extremely... I don't even want to see my... I don't even want my uncle just to drive by and see me in this motherfucker. It was that gay. <laughs> oh, so you coming out of there now? You, Boy, bring your ass. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We just yeah. started looking around, man. It was like... Uh, the, the, this dude has a <laughs> sequin shirt. Hair and, and a sequin fucking... And this other dude has a... What the fuck is going on? So... All right, all right. Yeah. The next thing they should have been, the next thing that should have happened is playing on the radio or the, or, the, or whatever. It's raining men. That gay? It was that gay. <laughs> the moose knuckle. Yeah, I've been past that. I've been in there a couple times. I think. Uh, did you go to the bathroom? No. Well, Shane went outside. Said I'm going outside. Said man, I gotta take a piss. So I go in there. It's like. Smells like perfume in here. It's like, what the fuck? I had all these fucking uh, cutouts from porno uh, magazines. Fucking and shit. I was just... Ah, I've seen that in a couple places, though. But in a gay motherfucker? Wait a minute, was it it gay porn? (laughs) I I, I didn't. I didn't really look at it. (laughs) I didn't really look at it. I was the one to do was take my piss and get the fuck out of there. I didn't the, want nobody the most disturbing in there. place I saw it at is a wing is a is a wing restaurant up north where they got it on the walls in front of the stalls in the men's bathroom. And I'm sitting up here and I'm like, all right, if this was in a club and I've seen it in strip clubs, I've seen it in regular clubs where they got like cutouts of porn on the in the on the you know in, under the glass in the bathroom stalls or whatever. This is a goddamn wing restaurant. Kids go in this bathroom. I'm sitting up and I'm like, so y'all just got <laughs> pussy, just pussy. 
All of it. And you know what? But fuck it. I, you know what? They got to learn. They got to learn sometime. But I'm just wondering what they got in the women's bathroom. Is it just dicks hanging over the right. goddamn stall? Uh, I'm a, I don't know if I brought this up on previous podcast. Uh, uh, talking about gays and porn. I was working at H-E-B. This uh, black fag come up in there, you know, whatever. And I kept, and he said that he would sell me a tank. This is never had chaos, you know, Mm. the snake. I was like, all right. So finally, I went over there. I paid him $100 previous. Mm. I went over there. But it needed to be cleaned out. Something needed to be done to it. So I couldn't pick it up right then. But maybe later on that next day. So went over and I think he was eating or grilling or whatever. And he's like, well, hey, you know, I got some beer. And I was like, you know, whatever. I can hang out. With him. I can hang out. Just don't fuck with me. You know what I mean? So... Drinking, and I sat there, and I was like, you know, probably 12, 2, 3 o'clock hit. It's like, hey, man, you know, you can sleep on the couch. You know, it's no problem. And I was like, all right. He's it's okay dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. I sleep on your couch. Wrap that blanket around me, you know. I'm sitting there. How about trying to sleep holding your butt cheeks tight? (laughs) 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 So, I hear sex. Wait a minute. Listen, listen, listen. You hear sex? I hear sex. I'm waking up. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm waking up. And I'm, what I'm hearing, I, I hear sex. It's like, there's some fucking... It's like, what the fuck is... Because, you know, I, I had the cover over my head, yeah. you know? I, I had the shit wrapped up. And it's just over my head. I was like, man, what... I just sat there. I was like, man, this is some bullshit, you know? I, oh God, let me wake up. So I'm just sitting here. It's like, wait a minute. It's a fucking television. That's porn. Oh, you're no woman. He's watching gay porn. And he's sitting on, he's, he's, he's on the other couch. Across the living room. I was like, hey, man. You know, what the fuck? Oh, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What? What the fuck? I know why you mad, nigga. Because he pulled to you. <laughs> That's some shit you do to a bitch. Go ahead, lay down, baby. We good. <laughs> Hold on, man. Nigga, I'm seeing you turn on. <laughs> bitches is in That was at one time. That was at one time. And I can't remember why exactly I did it. I think it's just to get him the fuck out of the house. I can't remember because I think I was annoyed with those bitches. And I did it. I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. But you, you ain't never, 
<laughs> you ain't never, you ain't never have a chick get her relaxed like, yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You good? You good? All right, go ahead and speak into the mic. I mean, I'm not saying I never pull my dick out and they just suck my dick. <laughs> but this is a dude. Get yeah. the fuck out of here with that he shit, like man. <laughs> he tried to get you. He tried to get you in a weak moment. Nah, look, that one time at the damn condo, I think it was because I wanted them bitches out of the fucking condo. I wanted them out. I think that was the reason why I did that shit. I can't remember why I did it, but I, I knew that I, I was being annoyed by it. Am I wrong? No, I don't. I don't. It's just, come on, man. Like, I'm not saying it's not fucked up. I'm just saying, hey, you still got to remember, that's a dude. If he think he can fuck, he going to try to fuck. <laughs> hey man, I, I will tell you about what happened to me in Hawaii. So, I'm walking off the base, right? And about a mile and a half down from the base entrance is the bus stop. I can take the bus to go downtown. This is before I had a car or anything. So, I'm walking out and I'm walking along the street. And the streets got maybe one stop or one street light every like six or seven houses. So it's dark as fuck out there and ain't no sidewalk. So I'm walking along the road. All of a sudden, this dude pull up in an old, uh, I think it was a, I think it was an old Lincoln. It was mm-hmm. like an old red Lincoln with white wall tires. And uh, he's like, hey, man, you know, you want to, he's like, you walking to the bus stop? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, can I give you a ride? Because it's dark and it's dangerous out here. And it's only, you know, right up the street, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you stationed here? And he was like, yeah. He's like, oh, I used to be in the Navy, blah, blah, blah. You know, let me give you a ride to the bus stop. So I was like, fuck it. All right. So I get in the car, right? We riding. We ain't in the car, but maybe like a minute, minute and a half. Cause it's literally like right up the street. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, "How long you been in?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, this is my second year." Blah blah blah. He's like, "Yeah, you know, Marines are a good bunch." Blah blah blah. He was out stationed on a ship with him for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, well, thanks, man. I appreciate it." So he's like, he's like, hey, uh, can I ask you a favor? And I was like, okay. He's like, and this motherfucker looked me dead in my face. Can I suck your dick? <laughs> I was like. <laughs> like, he caught me so off guard. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, would you like would you like me to suck your dick? And I was like, and I, I went, like, in my brain, I was like, whoop this old man at? And I was like, no, thank you. I just turned around and walked to the bus stop. So then he pulls up, and he's like, you sure? And I was like, no, man, I'm good. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he's like, you fucking tease and drove off. <laughs> I was like, what? And I'm sitting up here, and I'm like, this dude... <laughs> Is out here praying on young impressionable. How many dudes got in there and let this old man suck their dick? Oh, you 18? 
This 19, 19, 19 when you first got maybe, in? yeah. I was 18 when I first got okay. there. But when this happened, I was probably 19. Probably 19 years old. And I was like, this old motherfucker's out here trying to trick dudes and letting them suck his dick. <laughs> Some old Liberace shit. Yeah. I was like, what the? Yeah. But... But the thing I'm is, for that shit. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you it's some motherfuckers that did it. Oh, no. I guarantee you it's some motherfuckers that did it. Because that's when I realized, like, gay dudes, they're still dudes. They do dude shit. <laughs> <laughs> they throw out a net. They, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ten of these motherfuckers going to say no, but one of them going to say yes. They do the same shit we do. <laughs> Except they do it to us and we feel bad. It's like, I ain't no bitch. Don't be trying to treat me like no bitch. But that's the way we treat bitches. So I can't get mad at them for shooting their shot. Now, if I say no, if I block your shot, nigga, don't come to the hole no more. <laughs> so I'm saying. All right, because now, now it's just getting disrespectful. It's like if a girl, no, you can't have no pussy. You keep coming back. Let me get some pussy. Let me get some pussy. Let me holla, 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 that's not me. I don't do that. I appreciate the appreciation, but no thank you. Yeah. And the second time you do it, you say, look, bro, I already told you. Get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit. The third time you do it, you have all the right in the world to lean off on that. It's, it's, uh, I was at the uh, bus stop on uh, Otorf. Wait for the 331 go to uh, H-E-B. Seen a white car drive past and honk the horn, but I was, was probably high <laughs> walking up, so I didn't pay any attention to it. And so I'm standing up there, and uh, same car pulls up where the subway is, you know. And he's like, well, hey, you know, can I talk to you for a second? Do you need a ride? And he had that that look like he smelled fresh. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that he thought look. he got one. Yeah, I was like, uh, "No, nah, I don't need a ride." He says, "Well, I'll, I'll give you a ride. You know, anywhere you need to go." I was like, "Nah, nah, I'm good." So I just turned around. It's like, "Well, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, "What's up, man?" He says, "Well, come here." He says, "I can hear you from here. What do you want?" <laughs> You know, I'm not going to you. You know, it's like I can hear from here. He told me that he would take me to work and pay me to for him to suck my dick. And I just said, that I'll pay you $50. And I was like, what the fuck? You know? I was like, nah, man. He says, you need to get the fuck on, you know? You want more money? I says, you need to get the fuck out of here. 
So, so I just want to suck. I was like, man. Just, <laughs> see, this is Austin is just fucked up. <laughs> Go on. Could have got around to work in fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a win, win, win. <laughs> <laughs> Jared been walking around with that with that t-shirt on. I ain't gave but fifty bucks is fifty bucks. Did I tell you about that bullshit? <laughs> oh shit! Man. I mean, it's just. I mean, it hit me. I was like. No, but see, you know, that's the like, thing, though, is that I guarantee you. I need $50? Yeah, I need $50, but I'm dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, and see, that's the reason. That's the reason why gay dudes are so, 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 so goddamn wild is because they dudes fucking other dudes. So they know, man, dudes do wild shit. So if they find, like, they, they shooting their shot. Because I guarantee you, and for every motherfucker that, every 10 motherfuckers that say no, one motherfucker says yes. It, it might be Do I need more money? It's like, no. That motherfucker have been like a thousand. <laughs> like a thousand with a condom. <laughs> what? Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> like, you lying. <laughs> Hey, bro, you got to shave that mustache. <laughs> you got some Gillette or something? Uh, Gillette. Fuck it. Just take a razor and just... Nah, man. Fuck that. Give me that wild turkey 1,000. Let me get fucked. Man. <laughs> what kind of liquor you got? <laughs> <laughs> Give me that guard hose. Let me siphon some of this gasoline out so I can really fuck my life up. <laughs> I'm going to burn my dick after this. And then you got to get mad at yourself if your dick got hard. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, man. I thought you were my boy. <laughs> you didn't fucking turn trade on me, right? <laughs> <Hey. laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> yeah, let See, I couldn't do it because I spent that whole thousand dollars fucking strippers after that. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted my butt? No, bitch, I don't want no butt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get I didn't even get that tank. Hell no. <laughs> Some of them have been walking around talking about some. Mm, I gave Jeremy had H E B something to put his snake in. <laughs> Man, look dude, gay dudes used to hit on me at H E B. The one gay dude used to hit on me all the goddamn time. I was like, bro. Look, man. I don't mind you standing out here talking to me or whatever. 
But come on, man. Like it's not gonna happen. Like you're not gonna. Cause see, that's the thing that killed me about the shit. Is motherfuckers don't turn gay. How motherfuckers sit there? Oh, he turned gay. That motherfucker wouldn't turn gay. You can't turn gay. You can't not be gay and then get talked into being gay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you get talked into being gay, you was already gay. You just was a bitch about it. It was scared to just go out there and say, I want to suck some dicks. I respect the motherfucker that just knew he was gay. Just was like, (laughs) you know what I want? Some dicks. (laughs) Cause I have never, like, I've never, like, like how I always say, I'm not dumb enough to believe that it's something about me that makes a girl be like, do some wild shit the first time. Like, if you suck my dick on a crowded bus, I'm pretty sure my dick's not the first dick you've sucked on a crowded bus. I didn't talk you into that. I presented the option that I would be willing to do it. And you were like, okay. I don't I don't believe, like, no girl that I fucked in a public place or done any of that other shit, I never believed I was the first one. I know I didn't talk you into that shit. We mutually participated in that shit. So, as somebody who believes that, I do not believe there's a gay dude in this world that is out there pulling magic tricks on straight dudes and making them suck dick. Like, you can't! You wanted to do it. And somebody was like, I'll let you do it. And I won't tell nobody. (laughs) You was always gonna suck a dick. I'm sitting there, oh, oh. Did you hear about motherfucking Johnny? <laughs> Man, that nigga turned gay. That nigga didn't turn gay. <laughs> Johnny was always gay. Uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, we seen Johnny over there sucking dick. I never thought Johnny would do that. Did you ever ask Johnny to suck your dick? Because I'm pretty sure if you would have asked him two years ago, he would have did it. <laughs> 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 Take like a shift, not a big shift, but a shift. Yeah. It's like a let's turn the light to eleven o'clock. Okay. So I don't know that tennis player's name, Jovovich. Jo Sharapova, the one that got caught taking the taking the steroids. Okay. Yeah, Maria Sharapova. Tall, long-legged Russian. Yeah. Yeah. So skinny thighs, nice ass. Yeah. yeah. Shane was sitting there telling me, uh, Jenner, after, because they, they, they said something about that shit, and they're going to put Jenner as spokesperson of well, they, uh, some kind of bullshit. Nominated Jenner for some shit. For what? Women's shit. Okay. But all the sponsors for Sharapova pulled out when Sheriff Pova tested positive for a drug. She's been taking a long time. Yeah. It, it, it had just become illegal. And it just illegal. became illegal. Yeah. And then right after that, then Jenner got some fucking spokesperson shit. I can't remember exactly For women. Who it was. For women. Okay. 
don't know. It's bullshit. I mean, she's obviously not a woman. He is obviously whatever, not a man. woman. Look. He, she, shit, I'm just getting it, to, I, I get, I get, I get sick and tired of, of people calling a dude a woman. You're going to sit here and, 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 and degrade women by calling a man a fucking woman? This, uh, to me personally, I'm not going to sit there and do that. If that was a dude, I'm still going to call him a dude. Yeah, she's a dude. Whatever. She, what she. me up, man, is. Look, man, she's sitting out of digging balls. He, shit. I, I just. I Look, whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck Bruce wants to call himself. <laughs> and whatever the people who want to call Bruce that, want to call him that, I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because that motherfucker don't speak for me. It, 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 Fuck well, that nigga, it, it man. It makes sense. It makes sense. But why is it people, women of of all all things, are so willing to embrace the fact and call it? It's like it's a fucking sh- dude. Look, man. You're gonna degrade. I mean, not degrade, but you do. You, do you see where I'm coming I from? I see where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. I totally understand what you're coming from. And to a degree, yeah, I agree with you because. Like to me, and it's because I grew up with that motherfucker that way. He he was an Olympian when yeah. I was a kid. Like yeah, yeah, I grew up with Bruce Jenner. That's who I've known him as his whole life. So, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Look, you want to dress as a chick? You want to live as a woman? You want to? Put nails on and put them fucking size fifteen gorilla feet <laughs> and high heels and be uncomfortable for the rest of your goddamn life with a dick and balls. You want you want to be a motherfucking Filipino or, 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 or Thailand tranny? I don't give a fuck. You can be you. You are the first white American lady boy, as far as I'm concerned. That's what you want to be, and motherfuckers fuck with you like that. Go ahead. But I wrote this today. I was like, to me, it's going to always be Bruce. He's going to always be a dude. And nothing that anybody, including him, is going to change that in my mind. Because to me, that's what he's always been. That's who he's always going to be. But... But how can it, it be his spokes, spokesman? Because they want to make him that. For sports. And this motherfucker ain't done nothing since. Because they want to make him that. Look, if somebody wants to give him a job for that shit, because that's all it is, really, is a job. I guarantee you, it's plenty of women that's like, fuck that nigga. Don't nobody give a fuck about that shit. There's plenty of women that think like that. But if fucking... Fox Sports or ESPN or whatever fucking organization wants to give him that job and and lay that title on him. The fuck do I care? How many motherfuckers are watching women's sports any goddamn? Dude, does anybody really give a fuck? <laughs> Other than motherfuckers watching women's basketball in Connecticut and people trying to watch a titty pop out during fucking US Open. <laughs> How many people are actually watching? Niggas, you watching the WNBA? Fuck no. Okay. Volleyball, motherfucker. Yeah, Good. beach volleyball. Beach volleyball is there. <laughs> now, look, if they start letting motherfucking Bruce Jennings play beach volleyball, and I see a volleyball slide out the side of them little bikini drawers they be wearing, 
that's when you're going to get my attention. That's when you're going to see me protest. Hey, <laughs> hey bro. For real, nigga, you going to... I can't even watch this. <laughs> that's when you're going to get me to care. That's when you're going to get me to give a fuck about what the fuck is going on. Other than that, fuck it. I don't give a shit. It's just like they got that one fucking uh, coon-ass black dude that's... uh said coon-ass? Yeah. Running around... Uh, with the Confederate flag shirt on, talking about he supports Donald Trump and the, and the Confederate flag and all that shit. Like people are like, why you letting the black dude support this motherfucking semi clan organization? Because they want to give him that job. If he want that job and they want to give him that job, why the fuck do I give a shit? But do you hear all that shit about what he was saying about how, uh, the fighting and all that? These are these are. Uh... It's rip, 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 no, rip, 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 rip. what do you say? This, this, this is their job to disrupt their their professional. Uh, yeah. uh, I was like professional, but they're really aggressive. I'm not saying that it was a good idea for all of everything to happen, but these people are professional. Look, they need to be stopped. It's, it's getting to the point where I'm about to go against my own principles because I never call for violence against somebody, but somebody needs to whoop Donald Trump's ass. Hey, he he might need to, he he might need to allegedly catch a bullet. That's what I was getting ready to say. Allegedly, I can't believe. I'm not encouraging anybody to go out and shoot Donald Trump, but allegedly, if you shot him, I allegedly would not give a fuck. I'm encouraging. Allegedly, allegedly. I'll say it again. I'm encouraging it. Somebody needs to shoot him in the motherfucking face. <laughs> and scalp his ass. That ain't hard. That shit ain't real. Fuck it. I'm talking about scalp his ass. <laughs> Not his hair. Scalp him. It's a, look, man. That dude's a fucking dick. Republican, Democrat, I don't give a fuck. Beat him He's down and just pour nair on his head then. And then watch him, watch him fade away. Drink. Get a bunch of little ghetto kids. Make him drink nothing but Big Red for two days. <laughs> Strip Donald Trump naked. Put him in a bathtub and let them motherfuckers piss that hot acid Big Red piss. Oh, All over. Have you ever fucking drank Big Red and pissed after that? Yes. That is the hottest piss you can take. That's the only time I've seen steam come out of the toilet. <laughs> I mean, you remember when they used to sell them big red sickles out the motherfucking out the ice cream truck? Mm-hmm. When was the last time other than when you ate one of them motherfuckers? Well, you ate one of them bitches and pissed hot the next time. Out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. We didn't have big red when I was growing up. So I'm gonna say no. Man. Big red is hundred percent motherfucking alien acid. That shit come out just like the motherfucking acid that when you cut the alien in his blood, just keep through the flow. That's Big Red. That's <laughs> the main ingredient in Big Red. That's how Area 51's funded, man. <laughs> Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so hot. How the fuck do you piss that hot? I had to quit drinking that shit, man. Everybody had to quit drinking that shit. <laughs> Big 
Wasn't any better. Man, that shit. Oh, and it had so much goddamn sugar. In it. But back, you know what? Back to motherfucking Donald Trump's punk ass. I'm glad, and and I say this. I really don't want anybody to to kill him. Just a wound, you know. I wouldn't be mad at a flesh wound, cause nobody should die because they think dumb shit. We everybody thinks dumb shit occasionally. And like I said last time, it's not Trump really that bothers me. It's the motherfuckers that support him. The fact that so many goddamn people is out here caping up for this orange bastard pisses me off. Yeah, that pisses me off more than anything he says. Because like my dad always says, you give a monkey a gun and the monkey shoots somebody. Don't get mad at the monkey. Get mad at the motherfucker to give him the gun. Yeah. It's these motherfuckers out here egging this nigga on. That's, that's the motherfuckers who gave the monkey the gun. Because if nobody followed him, if nobody went to those rallies, if everybody looked at him every time he said some dumb shit, it's like, nigga, what are you talking about? Then then where would he be? But, 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 let me, well, you got a good point. But one thing that I'm going to say is, do you think if it wasn't, there wasn't a such thing as all this social media, do you think that everything that's going on right now now, I'm not saying that protesting wouldn't be going on. But what I'm saying is all this fighting and all that fucking... It looks stupid to me. No, all right. So, all, all this shit is going on. It's like, this is just... This is fucking ridiculous. So, this, this, is, this, is, the, this is the main it's, it's, problem it's, with... It's, it's becoming ridiculous. And, and I, I've never voted. I've never voted a day in my life. And I never will. But looking at all this shit, compared to the way it was, let's say twenty years ago. Yeah. Would you seen this shit twenty years ago? No. Fighting in a debate. Oh, well, actually, yes. Ross Perot, man. That's that's actually happened before. The 68, <laughs> 68 Democratic Convention in Chicago. That I mean, to this extent. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that was actually, the that was the convention right. where they caught they labeled it the Blood on the Floor Convention. Like they beat motherfuckers bloody on on the Democratic convention floor, yeah. not a rally like where they elect the Democratic nominee. They was whooping motherfuckers asses out there. It's happened. It's happened before. It happened at the '68 Democratic convention. And it happened Back in like in one the of the '70s. Yo, it happened in the '40s all the time. '30s and yeah. the '40s, motherfuckers were beating each other's ass all the time. Shit was. Um, but it happened in the Republican convention in the '70s, I think. But it was nothing racial. Not really. Oh. Especially back then. It's been politics, man, get people so worked up. Yeah, what motherfuckers get angry. Motherfuckers get serious about that shit. Is, see, it's happening now because we're going through a generational shift. We're getting to the part to the point where the baby boomers, like my mom's generation and my dad's generation, those dudes are getting too old to run shit. But it's still some of the younger ones trying to hold on to that power. And the motherfuckers from our generation is coming in. And the motherfuckers from our generation is crazy as fuck. We grew up halfway in the technology generation, halfway in that old generation. So that's why you're seeing this wild swing from the, the politics of the way the shit used to be to now. 
because Obama was the last, he was that last mid-range baby boomer. He's half baby boomer, half Gen Xer, basically. So if Hillary goes, she's going to be the last one. The next president is going to be from our generation. He's gonna, he's not going to be much older than us. It's like Obama's what, like 10 years older That's than us? That's what I'm saying, dude. And Obama was Yeah, Obama's like 10 years older than us. Voted in. So Hillary's going to, if she wins or Trump wins, that's going to be the last baby boomer president. That's going to be the last motherfucker from that generation to ever be president. I guarantee it. This is the last gasp of a bunch of old, dying, fucked up thinking motherfuckers. Right, I'll take one. I'm going to get some more here in a minute. So, I mean, that's part of the reason why the strife is happening. Happening, like you said, social media plays a big point, big part because anytime you talk to a motherfucker on the internet and you disagree with them, the first thing they tell you to do, oh, why don't you do some research and all this other shit? Basically, all they mean is look it up on it, look it up on the internet, but only read the shit that I read so that we both agree. Right. Believe what that. Because see, the problem was is that we grew up the first half of our lives. We grew up having to go to a library. And everybody had the same books. Everybody pretty much had the same facts. And we looked at it at shit not necessarily in the same way, but with the same information. Okay. Not everybody got shit that tell them whatever the fuck they want to think. So nobody actually knows the truth or nobody like we we got to the point where now it's not only that we don't agree on perspective. We don't agree on the same fucking facts. Like, you know, it used to be that, well, you know, the British uh, British own the United States, they own the colonies, and the Americans came out, and they threw, water, uh, threw the tea in the water, and the British sent their troops over, and we fought, and then the French came, and then we was free. <laughs> that was the facts. That was what we all grew up with. And some people were like, well, no, the British were right because of this. And some people were like, well, no, the Americans were right because of this. And then some people were like, well, France, if it weren't for France, we wouldn't be shit and all this other shit. But we all agreed on basically what the fuck happened. Now nobody even agrees on what the fuck happened. Like, Britain, Britain never known the colonies. It was the, it was the Russians. They can't, like, shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? We don't even agree on the same fucking, like, really? Like, now, how long we grew up? And everybody knew that the primary reason for the Civil War was because of slavery. Everybody knew that. Now, all of a sudden, it's propaganda that got fed to the people in the South to villainize all Southerners. And that the Civil War wasn't about slavery. It was about money. Like, that's a legitimate, that's, that's a legit argument that goes on throughout social media today. It's all over the place. Whatever you want to believe, you can find websites and people online that'll that'll pump your bullshit up. So no, we wouldn't have seen Trump back then because Trump would have came out and lied and said all that wild shit. And people were like, no, I've been to a library. <laughs> We've read the books. We knew that's why, like you notice how back in the day, conspiracy conspiracy theorists were always around, but they never got a chance to get that big. Because when somebody would say, prove it, 
they'd have to go and find one obscure ass book on one obscure fucking tabloid newspaper to to co-sign the bullshit that they say. But when you went to a library, you went anywhere else and looked at everything else about that subject, it told you the basic facts of what the fuck was going on. Now with the internet, you say whatever the fuck you want. How many times you go on a fucking thing on a on a thing? Somebody's like, "Oh, check out this news story," and then you read like three comments down. It's a fake fucking yeah. news story. Yeah, like such such is dead. Yeah. Without the internet, there's there's a ton of information on the internet. There's a ton of it. There's also a ton of misinformation. And some motherfuckers just want to be misinformed. Some motherfuckers just want... There's never been a time when somebody could be like... Because it's just like they, they tell that statistic. Uh, 80 or 50% of murders are committed by black people. So 13% of the population is committing 50% of the murders. Now, the thing about that statistic is... Is it's true. But one... 90, 92% of the people that black killers kill are black. So everybody else really don't have anything to worry about. And two, there's only 14,000 murders a year. So that means there's 7,000 murderers. If you go one murder per, uh, one person per murder, which is usually not, because usually you have one person taking out a couple of people because that motherfucker's a goddamn killer because usually it's over gang shit. But even if it was, that's 7,000 fucking people out of a population of 32 million people. So that's 0.002% of the black population that's killers. It's just like they tell you that 82% of black people are on welfare. That's a stat that's out there. Mm-hmm. Only 28% of the black population lives under the poverty level. So they only 28% might, might, might only qualify for welfare. So how the fuck is that possible? Like, it's mathematically fucking possible. But people believe this shit because there's a fucking website or because some other conspiracy asshole or because some other racist asshole tells you this shit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. That's why, like, I understand why Black Lives Matter is out there. I get it. But the fact of the matter is this is a very, very small percentage. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm not caping up for the cops. But, yeah, we're more likely to get stopped. But the fact of the matter is, this is only like 5%. If that, of black people get killed. It's not even that. It's usually less than 500 people, 500 black people a year get killed by cops. Which is a lot. And it's 500 people. When you consider it's 32 million of us in the country, it's not a huge fucking percentage of people. It's not the epidemic they make it out to be. And they pump people up. like, And it's, it's weird. They put statistics. They word it in a certain way. They say certain shit. And it gets everybody all riled up. And I'm not saying that it's not a problem. It's not a go screaming in the streets burn up shit problem that part of it I say this though man Black People Matter started in uh, what Ferguson and yeah what percentage of 
know, black people were getting killed. I mean, not well, in no. America, see, the, but the, in a concentrated. But see, the problem, the problem with that is concentrated area. Is that it wasn't the fact black people didn't dislike the cops because they shot Michael Brown. Black people disliked the cops because yeah. they were ticketing people unfairly. They were racist fucking cops. Yeah, well, they were funding. They were funding the police department yeah. through ticketing. And through warrants and through and shit like that. It's that little shit that's the problem. Yeah. The cops weren't just going out randomly killing black people. Well, no, no. And that's what I'm saying. It's like when they go out and they yell about that shit, all anybody's going to do is go look at the number and be like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, seriously? This shit's happening here, dude. Yeah. It's- Fucking, it's like, dude. Yeah, and I'm not saying it. Motherfuckers have been getting shot here for a long time, and now all of a sudden, it's every fucking person that gets shot is like, yeah, that dude that was naked, and yeah, I know, and and that's what I'm saying. Oh, it was a fucking. It's a it's a horrible fucking thing to do, and that's the problem. At the same time. Cops ain't going out to shoot motherfuckers. They're not, yeah, it's not like people are like, oh, this shit's happening every day in every city. Yeah, if if you count every city in America, yes, it happens every day. It happens every day in every city in America. A cop shoots somebody. Usually it's twice a day because I think it's up to like 600 fucking people now. And I'm not saying that the problem isn't that the cops are going out and unjustly or possibly unjustly or unnecessarily killing people. It's a problem. But the but the entire fucking problem isn't just them killing people or just them doing this. It's a bunch of little shit too, and that's what's pissing everybody off. Nobody trusts the goddamn cops, and it's not because of the big shit that happens every week or every time you turn on the television. It's not that. It's just it's publicized so much. Yeah, it's little shit. Like if you if I go to work every day and every day I see this cop. Sitting there trying to catch me, trying to do bullshit. I go to court, and every time I go, there's a new fine, there's a new fee, there's some more shit, and you kind of trying to constantly keep me in debt. And then you see, you see, (laughs) and then it gets to the point where you like, and, and you see, you in court with the same people all the fucking time, and you like, these cops ain't shit. Why the fuck is this happening? Why are y'all, you know, bankrolling your goddamn police department off of my back? And then some cop goes off and shoots an unarmed 14-year-old. The unarmed 14-year-old is just a straw that broke the camel's back. That's not what pissed everybody off. Mike Brown getting shot wasn't what pissed everybody off. It was all the other shit they were doing. When Tamir Rice got shot in that park, yeah, that's fucking horrible. A little kid got shot by a cop. But just general policing in Cleveland was what pissed everybody off. It's like the Rodney King riots. They named it the Rodney King riots because that's what pissed everybody off because everybody saw it. But how long have motherfuckers been complaining about the LAPD? Yeah. Ever. Same thing with New York. Same thing with Chicago. Yeah. Same thing. It's general policing. Forever. It's general policing. And for and that's the problem with Black Lives Matter is they go in 
and they they highlight these big crimes and they talk about all of this other shit, the big shit that the police do. But the problem when you when somebody brings up that counter argument, all right, yeah, it's a problem. We need to hold up, we need to hold that cop responsible for that act. And then when somebody goes, but what's your what's the issue that you have? And that's the problem with the leadership because there is no real leadership in Black Lives Matter. Is because when somebody goes, well, what do you want? What do you actually want? We want justice. We want black. No. What do you actually want? And nobody can give them a fucking answer. Okay. Nobody can give them a fucking answer. Nobody can give them a straight answer and be like, we want there to be a nonprofit policing force. Like, you should not police people for profits. Not police people for pro- what, do you, what do you mean? Okay. All right, well. So, like. Fucking end of the month. Yeah, warrant roundups. Oh. Warrant roundups. You do warrant First roundups. You go, if, if you see somebody's working, if you see somebody's working and they're working to pay off your fines, why am I paying interest on a fine to the, to the city? Right. I'm paying off my debt. Right. I agree. We both agreed in court that I have a debt. Right. Why can't I just pay my debt? Right. Why are you trying to make money off of me? Because if you charge somebody interest, uh, uh, what's that shit called? Amnesty. Not amnesty. Uh, no, and I think it's fine to give somebody if somebody if somebody has a harsh if somebody has a hardship and they fuck up and it's their first time fucking up. What's wrong with giving somebody amnesty if they pay half uh, of their okay. fucking bills? Understood, understood, understood. But surcharges. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Surcharges, surcharges fees, all of that shit. Yeah, surcharges. Yeah, they're making money off of your debt, but. That's not even the city, dude. The That's thing is, yeah, it's a private corporation. No one can give a definition of what a surcharge is and why it's there. I can attest to that. Yeah. What is a surcharge? And they give a off the wall, bouncing off the fucking whatever, just to shut you up, but you're still sitting there. What the fuck yeah, is, what is a surcharge? What is it? Huh. I mean, it's just like if somebody says, well, it's a processing fee. Processing for what? For what? Exactly. And they cannot, and they just, just yeah. banking out. Just but see, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. That's policing for profit. Okay. That's policing for profit. I get you now. It's just like we have privatized prisons. Why do they have privatized prisons? Why is it somebody making money off of keeping people in jail? Like a lot of people that work in the in the not in county, but in a lot of uh, state prisons, like the low the low level prisons, a lot of those in Texas, a lot of them in Arizona, a lot of them are private prisons. Uh, the prison guards there aren't state employees. The prison guards there are private security guards. The state pays those private prisons to house people. So in turn, that's the reason. The one of the major reasons why weed isn't legal is because of uh, the prison industry. Is because if they legalize that stuff, they have to let all them people go. All those people on nonviolent drug charges, which means the state isn't gonna give them any money to house anybody because it's no longer it's no longer illegal. Prison uh, prison guard unions, private prisons, uh, a lot of people out almost every part of law enforcement except for the police are are, uh, are pro marijuana. The police because for them it just takes a bunch of time away from them. 
to write up paperwork for a minor charge. For them, they get credited with stopping somebody for a Class B misdemeanor or whatever. But then they get in the court, they get served up by some fucking dumbass uh, public defender or whatever who's feeding the goddamn DA uh, convictions, and he gets sent away for fucking six years for having a half ounce of fucking weed. It's bullshit. It's a bullshit system. And that is what Black Lives Matter needs to fucking focus on. The little shit, because the big shit you can only deal with on case-by-case basis. Because you can't, nobody can say every fucking cop is going out just randomly shooting an unarmed black person. Because it just doesn't happen. There's not enough bodies. Basically, most cops are good. No, most cops are just, fucking... most cops are like most people. Average. Yeah. They're just average dudes. You get the asshole cops, but they're not going to fucking shoot your ass. They're just going to be yeah. an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that. I, I, look, you never hear me say most cops because I don't know most cops. The cops I know, the cops I've known have been decent people, but I only hang around decent people. If somebody's being an asshole, I don't, I don't hang around them. You're hanging around us. <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah. <laughs> We've been in a situation. We've been in a situation where, you know, cops come up and approach us, and two of them are cool, but you got that one asshole that wants to yell at people. Yeah. Well, remember when I was picking at that bum? Yeah. But then that that those white motherfuckers yeah. come up. But then it almost turned into all of us getting arrested. Yeah. Yeah, and it's because of that one asshole cop. Because he came over there yelling at everybody. The cop that came over and talked to you was like, excuse me, sir, what, what's going on? What's the problem? Blah, blah, blah. And then that one asshole came over and started yelling at me and Eric. I'm like, get on the fucking sidewalk. And that's when I looked at him. I was like, dude, I'm on the sidewalk. What are you, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> what part of the sidewalk you want me to be huh? on? And he had his hand on his gun. Because he, he, was, he, was, he was scared. He thought he needed to fucking raise his voice. That we was out of control and all this other shit. And those other two cops talked to y'all, the shit got squashed, and then they went away. But I still got handcuffed. You didn't get handcuffed. I thought I got handcuffed. That, as a matter of fact, I, matter of fact, I did get handcuffed. You didn't get handcuffed. Not that night. Not that night. I remember that night. Because we, we walked down and went to the fucking pizza place down the street right after. You never got handcuffed because they never sat you down. They never, they never detained any of us. They literally went over there. They talked to you for a minute. They talked to that white dude. They told the white dude to go his way. I said, look, I got him. Don't worry about it. We just going to go down there and get some pizza and go home. We went down there and got some pizza and went home. Oh, that's that night I got fucking speared by Erica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I told you, that wasn't. you didn't get handcuffed that I, night. I could have sworn I got handcuffed that night. I could have sworn. Maybe by them bitches in Pure, but not by the cops. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like people, the, the problem with everything is, is everybody wants to go all. All these people are bad. All these people are this. Now, all, every, nothing look, is all. Hey, I'm I'm gonna bring this up, and this is whenever my car got broken into. And now, I'm just gonna just facts, facts, facts. Just I'm trying to make it short. Partying, partying with these motherfuckers. You know, we're out grilling at Pinto Creek. Mm-hmm. All these, and there's people coming down, you know, 
and there was these people that I was partying, you know, drinking and smoking weed with. Out drinking all day. Yeah. Passed out. The chucks. I get woken up by Chuck. You know, he's kicking me in my thigh, talking about some wake up. Cop wants to, you know, talk to you. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, your car got broken into. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, slowly waking up. My car got broken into. I was like, why does the cop need to talk to me? Because he needs to talk to you. I was like, for what? But then I'm pissed. Shane sat there and told me it ain't a good idea for you to wake him up. I'm his roommate. You know, well, I, I still need to talk to him. It's not a good idea. That's whenever all that happened. And yeah. I come out there. Yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. And I was pissed off. Pointing my finger. Cussing at him. Got these motherfuckers, you know, broken in my car. How come you're not out looking for them? So I went to my car just to see what was fucking stolen. That's all I was going to do. If you get in your car, I'm going to arrest you for, uh, what, DWI? Yeah, DUI yeah. I was like, keys on the hood. I was like, I'm not fucking driving anywhere. I'm trying to see what the fuck was stolen out of my fucking car. And he's just... Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I'm trying to figure out. Go find these assholes. They had them. They know. They had the plate or make of the car that... Why are you still here? It's okay. I ran off to, you know, I did some shit. Drove around the parking lot and whatever. Knocked on doors and wrong doors because I knew who these motherfuckers were. It's just, but I was knocking on the wrong door and finally I got to the right door. So... And of all that bullshit, I, uh, walking back to my apartment, I was apologizing to some people. They mm-hmm. tossed me down a beer. And, um, so I was walking through the courtyard. Here's the office. And then here's my apartment. It's, you know, right there. Private property. It's right there on the left. So, okay, I'm sitting there. As I'm walking up to the gate, I see the cops, sheriff, or whatever, and I was like, no, there's cops. It's like, first instinct, I was going to run. I was like, man, I was like 24, 25. Why am I going to fucking run? I can drink this beer. Where are you coming from? from this courtyard it's like five cops so you can't have that beer he says what do you mean I can't have that beer this beer you know I says look I'm 24 years old whatever you know I can drink so well you can't drink that beer he says man me walking through that courtyard is like me walking through my backyard I live here where do you live right here live right here because all I had to do was walk around, you know, yeah. live right there. And says, well, you know, we can give you a ticket for drinking in public. I'm not in the public. I'm not on the sidewalk. 
I'm not on 6th Street with this beer in my hand. Private property sign is right there. I'm not in the public. And he goes on. So, all the, and, you know, didn't help me out any with Crazy John and all them. Deputy dog, deputy dog. And I was like, well, where's the party? There ain't no party. There wasn't a party anymore. It was already over with. It's just those motherfuckers out there drinking, hollering, and then. So, well, who are those people? Man, I'm right here. I don't know who's over there. I knew who it was. Yeah. But, you know. So, they're swarming me. I'm just sitting here. Female cop. So you gonna go home and stay home? No, 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 no. She sat there and she popped the the yeah. the thing, the yeah, holster. Yeah, I was like, hey, 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 hold on. I'm not belligerent. I see your badges. Understand your police officers. I'm not out here doing anything stupid. There's no reason to do whatever it is you're about to do. You know. There's no reason for it. Because, you know, they're all behind me, bumping me and shit. I was like, hold on. Because she did that shit, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. So, you gonna go home and stay home? This bitch gonna tell me to go home and stay home? And I was like, I can't remember what it's like, but I know it was something smart. You know. Because I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. You know, she wanted me to go stay in my house. Yeah. So, now, yeah, I said, so wait, I can't go on my patio? No, you need to stay inside. I should have shut up and said, yeah, I'm going to go inside. But it was pissing me off. But then in the distance, well, 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 I knew I was going to arrest you tonight. I was like, aren't you the motherfucker that's supposed to find the motherfucker, the people that broke into my car? What the fuck are you still doing here? Damn, man. You see what I'm saying? So, I'm sitting here and... Yeah. I was like, man, what the... F-? Finish my beer. It's like, this is some bullshit. You're supposed to be finding... You're supposed to be out there trying to find... Which you're hours behind. The people that broke into my car. I told them... I will take the charge of disturbance of the peace. But you're going to sit here and, and, and give me a ticket for a P.I.? I'm not in the public. I told him, like, hey, I was disturbing the peace. But give me a P.I.? Hey, man. Well, that's why it goes to the old thing. Don't argue with the cops. Because you're always going to lose. You are. The only fault is whenever I went to court, I should have got a lawyer and I didn't. And I'm pretty sure if I would have got a lawyer, he would have went back to where I got arrested and would have saw that sign. And it's like, how are you going to give this guy a P.I. when he's clearly on private property? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's bullshit. Look, man, I, I've been through it. I, I got a ticket in Giddings when they ticketed me for speeding when I clearly stopped at a goddamn red light. Like, I stopped at a red light, and I was going. I was, like, leaving. The, red, the light just turned red, and I saw the cop passing me. So I'm, uh, I saw him turn around, 
or whatever. And I'm driving through this small town. And he flashes his lights. I pull over. He's like, you know why you, you know why I stopped you? I was like, no. He's like, you were speeding. He was like, when? It was like when you drove past the Bucky's. It's like, I was sitting at the bread light and I took off. But I was in speeding. There's no way I was speeding because the speed limit is 55. I'm in a Ford Ranger. Like, maybe if I was in a fucking Ferrari Testarossa <laughs> and get up zero to 60 in fucking four seconds. Yeah. Maybe. But not in the car I was driving. It's like, yeah. there's no way I was speeding. This car is in front of me. Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to give you this ticket. So I got the ticket. Went back to fight it. I go back. Everybody on the fucking jury knows that cop. Because it's a small town. So, the judge, he finds me guilty. He knocks down the fine. Or the jury finds me guilty. But the judge knocks down the fine like 100 bucks. So, instead of having to pay 225 I had to pay 125 or whatever on a ticket. How do they find you guilty? Because they, they believe the cop. I forgot they know the guy. Yeah. So, I look, I mean, that's why I was like, one, it's Memorial Day weekend. Two, I'm in a Ford Ranger. Three, you caught me. So, obviously, he's like, I was going 75 miles an hour. I was like, dude, through Memorial Day weekend on 290, through a town with five stoplights. <laughs> I'm doing 75 miles. Get the fuck out of here. Shit don't even make no sense. It, and he said I was doing it past the busiest gas station in that town. Motherfuckers going in and out the entire time. Even if the light ain't there, it's people turning in and coming out of there the entire fucking time. I'm in the right lane. But I look, I, like that's what I say. I, you'll never hear me say, all cops are good cops. All cops aren't good cops. Just like all people who do any job aren't good at it. How many people did you work with at your last job? How many people worked there? How many? Yeah, total. One, two, three, probably eight. How many were good at it? <laughs> uh, three. Okay, so maybe four, maybe possibly fifty percent, maybe maybe more like more like thirty five. Put that same ratio to cops. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then that job's dangerous. So how many people actually want to be cops? How many people actually wanted to be a cop their entire life and wanted to do serve justice and wanted to be a good cop? And you, you're dealing with maybe 10, 15% of the people who actually are cops are actually good cops. Mm. They actually want to do the job and are good at it. Most of the motherfuckers that do it are either assholes who never got no pussy in, in <laughs> high school or two, just regular fuck-ups. 90% of cops are probably just regular fuck-ups like everybody else who ha- just have a job. It's just Their job just happens to be a cop. <laughs> So expecting them to be any different or any better than us, we should because we pay them to be better than the average person. We pay them to be able to de-escalate a situation, to be able to handle the shit that people give them because, to be honest, it's a fucked up job. Nobody ever calls a cop when something good's happening. 
everywhere they go, it's a shit storm. Some yeah. got stolen. Somebody yeah. got their ass whooped. Somebody got shot. Something fucked up. Nobody ever calls a cop to be like, hey, we just wanted to invite you over for a barbecue. Like, that shit doesn't happen. So, you got that situation, and 85% of them, 80% of them are just fuck-ups like everybody else. Just doing a job. They shouldn't be cops. Yeah. But to expect anything more out of that, that's fucking crazy. It's, like, it's, fuck, it's fucking crazy. We should expect it. We should expect the police department to be like, uh, no, you can't be a fucking cop. But I just want to go out and kill niggas. Like, no, you can't, you can't be a cop. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Just like when you see those over-aggressive lady cops that's like two feet tall, and they want to fucking, they try to overpower you with their badge and their voice. Lord. Like, bruh, bruh, look, I understand that you're a cop and you pull me over and you're in charge. You don't need to talk to me like that. Because in reality, if some shit happened, I'm going to get to you before you get to that gun. And I'm going to win. I, I, I get it. And that's why they do that shit. That's why they call fucking six cars on a single fucking traffic stop. It's because they need that force to try to intimidate people. Because they think that's the way that you fucking take control of a situation. If you need intimidation to take control of a situation, if you need those kind of numbers you to take control of a situation, yeah, wrong. yeah, you don't need to be a cop. Correct. If that's what you feel you need to give you the confidence to go up and talk to somebody in the public, which is your fucking job, you don't need to do it. Mm. That's that that career that career path is not for you. And the only reason I understand this is because I was in the Marines and I met plenty of motherfuckers who should not be fucking Marines. Whose job should not be to carry a gun in the battle. Not that my job was to carry a gun in the battle, but I knew motherfuckers. And I'm just like, yeah, you can't handle the pressure here in fucking Hawaii. I knew dudes who would cry about being in Hawaii because they missed home. But this motherfucker's a Marine. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> what you think was going to happen? You thought you were going to go to boot camp, go right back home and just chill out there and get paid every two weeks? No, motherfucker, you, you go places. You do shit. You expect to do a job. You expect to be good at it. You expect to be able to stay in shape. You expect to do a lot of shit and they tell you this shit before you go to boot camp. The fuck are you crying about? I don't want to run. Bitch, then why'd you join the Marine Corps? <laughs> you know, glad you brought that up. How many scrawny dudes... That went into the Marine Corps scrawny and came out scrawny. Me? I came back skinny. I, well, I wasn't skinny because I went in when I was 17, but I was still thin when I came out. Marines aren't usually big. Okay. Maybe that's a wrong. Navy dudes, Navy dudes tend to get bigger because they're on a ship and they ain't got shit to do with work out. But Marines run all the time, so Marines rarely ever get big. Like, if you see a a giant marine like you see a big buff dude does a marine it's because he had a different job and he was on base working out all the time pumping well, what I'm getting at is uh, this guy I work with he's new and um every other sentence comes out of his mouth oh I was in the marines oh I, I know this because 
I, I, I can see uh, uh, somebody coming up and um, I know I know a sneak attack. I, I know all this other shit. I'm just sitting here just looking at him. But he's just boasting, boasting, boasting. I'm sorry. Just looking at him. I ain't said shit because hey, I ain't never been in the military, but I'm just looking at him. And but I've been around a lot of military, but you ain't gonna be bragging like that. I think the motherfucker probably was. He might have went through boot camp and got kicked out. He might have went through boot camp and got and, and got hurt. I wanna he don't look it. He don't look neither one. Did you go out bragging like that? No. And my my cousin was really wasn't around him. I didn't even know that he was he went in the Marines, but he wasn't bragging like that. Yeah, the I mean, only um, the only bragging thing too, the, the only bragging that I guess a person could do is with your pictures, and this is what I did. Yeah. Not with your mouth. And and. It, and I'm just sitting here, it's like, I can sit here and put a knife on that fucking table right now. And I could probably get to it before him and still beat his ass and put pressure on his fucking throat with the fucking blade. Wait, before he can ever get to me. That's all I'm getting at. It's just that. Shut the fuck up, man. You said you're in the Marines like 50 fucking times and, you know, and it ain't even been two hours. Look, man. And and I'll say this. Am I wrong? No, it's not that. See, the thing is, is when people say shit like that, they still might be a pussy. Because he might be in the Marine. He might have been in the Marine Corps band. He might have been a cook. <laughs> I mean, we're all still Marines. Like, I was a fucking computer technic- technician. Like, I didn't learn how to fight in the Marines. I learned how to fight in fucking Houston. I learned how to fight from my uncles. I learned how to fight just like everybody else from the hood learns how to fight. I got better at it in the Marines. Just like I got better at it when I started uh, training in jiu-jitsu and shit like that. I picked up shit over my life. Like, I didn't gain my confidence from being a Marine. My confidence came from fucking growing up and living in Watts and living in North Houston and fighting motherfuckers. I've been fighting motherfuckers since I was like six. So, to me, that, that like, that, it was never part of my personality. Like, I love the Marine Corps. I credit the Marine Corps for a lot of the good shit in my life. A ton of the good experiences I have. But giving me confidence, nah. Not that. Hey, it gave me a certain amount of discipline. Yeah. Yeah. But the confidence I have, the ability to handle a bad situation, I've been, I was in bad situations before I joined the Marine Corps. For a lot of motherfuckers, the first time they ever get into a fight is when they're in the Marine Corps, and you can tell. Because they think, oh, well, this is going to toughen me up, or they listen to their dad, and they're like, well, you need to be a man, go join the military, and do shit like that. One of the dudes um, that I knew, they used to match us up with other platoons when we were doing boxing. And the dude that they used to put me up against because we were the same height and close to the same weight. I was like 170, he was 165. But the dude had never been in a fight before. I beat the dog shit out of him. 
Because he, he didn't know how to fucking, he, he had no, I never met a person who had never been in a fight before. Until I went there. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? You never, he's like, no. I just never, like, elementary school, middle school, nothing. He had never been in a fight before. That was the first, the, the time, the first time I punched him was the first time he ever got hit in the face. It's like a version these days. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, Maurice had his, had his reputation, and that reputation was learned, earned over years and years and years of combat experience. But... Every Marine starts out as just some kid, just some dude. Like, they're no different than everybody else. I was just some 17-year-old fucking kid when I went. I wasn't anything special. Just came from walking with that, so. I appreciate it. You might want to tap a little bit harder than that. Yeah. So, I mean, it... That shit, like, yeah, you meet people, you're going to meet people like that who are in the military, and that, and that's the one experience they have for them that makes them tough. It's because they survived that. And the thing is, is yeah, they, it takes a certain amount of mental toughness to go through it, just to make it through boot camp. Doesn't mean you can fight. Because, like, I wasn't the toughest kid when I went there. We had a dude from from uh, Dallas, shorter. That motherfucker was a semi-professional boxer, and he was beating the brakes off niggas. <laughs> they would they would, they they would give him shorter. They told shorter every every person that he knocks out or knocks down, he get a candy bar, or a coke. Shorter was in there blasted motherfuckers for no reason. <laughs> yeah. For no reason, candy bar and a coke. Yeah. So I mean. He, I mean, we had a, a Korean kid when I was in combat training whose dad owned a uh, Taekwondo dojo. He came in as a second damn black belt in Taekwondo. And we was doing combat uh, combat training. He was beating the brakes off people because nobody could touch him. And he knew how to kick. And he was kicking when we had that fucking flak jacket on that's meant to stop shrapnel. He kicked you with that flak jacket on. You didn't feel shit. You didn't feel like you had that flak jacket on. He was kicking motherfuckers so hard. <laughs> So, yeah, I took my fair share of ass whoopings. I gave out a couple. You know, I ran a lot. I went uphill, shotguns, did all that shit. It's, it's fun. To me, it was fun. But, yeah, you see a lot of motherfuckers break. You see a lot of motherfuckers break down and cry. You see people call for their mom. You see people, I, people piss themselves. I seen three people piss themselves. For what? They're scared. Scared of what? Just scared. Scared of what? They'd never been in a situation where they were put under pressure. But that's the whole point. Like people always know that all. I piss. I piss my pants if a. Look, man. Um, two weeks from now, we going to war. Yeah, they told us that. Then we got there. The first four weeks, we was in in the thing. And didn't do shit. Huh? And, and and you didn't go. Who me? Didn't go to war. No. But why did they tell you that? To see your reaction. To scare the fuck out of you. But if if you but if it was an actual actual factual, hey look man, you shit. Oh no, they went through it. They brought us all in the classroom. Good boy. Uh, fuck, I saw. No, you not not motherfuckers up. lying to you. No, no. This is this is exactly what happened. 
So the normal day was we get up, go to child, come back, change over, go to PT, do PT, and then we do classes through the middle of the day, do PT again, go eat child, and go back to the barracks and do whatever the fuck we do, right? That was our normal day in the first the first six weeks or whatever. Somewhere in the fourth week, they wake us up, we go to the child hall, they're like, we got an emergency fucking meeting. Everybody march to the uh to the big classroom, the auditorium or whatever. We go in the auditorium, fucking Sergeant Major's like, Hey, uh, North Koreans just launched a test missile and they hit a Japanese ship. All y'all are gonna go immediately go to Camp Pendleton to do combat training. And we're all going to Iwakuni. Uh, this we could possibly go on a war. That's literally what they told us. They were like, everybody who hasn't finished filling out their wills and all the other shit, and you have to go and do your paperwork and do all this other shit. You get one phone call home to uh, get any information you need, beneficiary information, or any medical information, anything that you haven't told us, anything like that. You know, and we're gonna filter you guys out. You know, by by. Uh, I think they, yeah, they were doing doing it alphabetically or whatever. And you know, we're gonna pass out these packets and whatnot. And when motherfuckers did that because we didn't have any fucking reference. Like we had got the paper, we saw that North Korea was uh testing nuclear weapons or whatever. And when they did that shit, I remember I looked at my drill instructor, and my drill instructor was just sitting there, he was just like stone faced or whatever. So I start looking around. I'm looking around, and you start seeing motherfuckers crying. Motherfuckers are scared. Because it's a room full of fucking 18 year olds. It's a room full of 17, 18, 19 year olds. The oldest dude might have. The oldest dude was uh, JC. Was it JC? Whatever. His last name was Wright, too. We used to call him Grandpa. He was 29. He's the oldest dude in the entire company. And he was just like, everybody was just like this. And you see some people. They psyched up. They think they're going to get a chance to shoot people. You see some people scared. They crying because they think they're going to die. And I remember sitting up there thinking, like, the only thing I think is I don't know how the fuck I'm telling my mom this shit. Because <laughs> that was the one thing she was scared of, was that some war was going to break out and I was going to get sent. And they do that shit because, and then after, afterwards they sent a couple people out, whatnot, and they were like, this is the scenario. And like, the, the, the sergeant major came back out. He's like, you see how you feel right now? Get used to it. This is what the Marine Corps is. At any point in time, if something happens, we get sent. Don't make a difference what your job is, what your thing is, and that's that's how they prepare you for it. That's the way they like, prepare you. That's some old bullshit, you motherfucker. Fuck that. Fuck mm-hmm. you. That's the job. What better way to explain the job to you? Still would have been pissed. I still would have been saying something. Nah, fuck nobody you. was pissed. Because we weren't going. That's the thing. Is you get so happy that you're not going to fucking go, you don't give a fuck about it being fucked up that they tricked you into it. But it gives you a sense of prepare yourself. Because mm. that's what he was like. At any point in time, if something happens, don't think that you're going to have two weeks to figure shit out. Shit happens today, you go tomorrow. That's that's the Marine Corps. That's the life. That's what you signed up for. So you got a chance to make your decision now. If you don't want that life, 
then fucking leave. Tell your instructor you quit. He'll let you go. They do. If you say you quit, they cannot forcibly keep you there. That's the entire point of boot camp is to put so much pressure on somebody to make the weak ones break because you'd rather have them break here at home than in combat with bullets flying because they're going to get somebody else killed because they're going to turn into a bitch. <laughs> That's the job. And maybe if people train the police like that, maybe if they put them in situations like that and they saw who broke, maybe we wouldn't have so many fucking uh, half-ass shitty police. Maybe we wouldn't have all these average motherfuckers because motherfuckers would quit. You would see who would cry. You would see who would break under that kind of pressure, under that kind of scrutiny. Sorry about that. Really is doing the training of hey, this is how you take someone down instead of hey, yeah, it's a fucking emotional job, man. You come in, motherfuckers crying. This bitch over here is bleeding. There's some kids running around. A fire might be going. You don't know what the fuck you gonna roll up on. All the motherfucking cops that we saw when we were working at HEB when they come up, some of them was good. Like the ones that would listen to us, hey man, don't go in there. Put your gloves on. That motherfucking nasty. And the older cops, they always listen to us. Like that, that, that one white dude with the notches on his fucking stick. Yeah. He walked in there yeah, and stepped cool in the inch. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but then they had that one young cop when me and Ryan, me and you and Ryan kept telling him, hey man, don't go back there. We kept trying to tell him. He's like, what's that smell? That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. Don't say it. And he stepped Splash. in there. Splash. Try to tell your ass. What the fuck? Yeah, man. We trying to tell you. But he want to be Billy Badass. But your ass going to learn today because now you, you just stepped in a half inch of hot piss. Stepped in a half inch of big red piss. That fucking shit. You can smell that piss halfway up the frozen food aisle. Oh my god! They called me back because I was uh, I was you know taking pictures or I was doing something, but then y'all called me back. And I'm sitting there, someone walking back. I was like, "Yes, it's what the fuck?" The and you come out there, he's like, "Man, what the fuck?" It's like Chuck. The pungent aroma. Somebody pissed. I said, like, "Fuck yeah, motherfucker, pissed." It's like. I took like 30 fucking steps. Smell like ammonia and asparagus. In yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting there. I was like, man, what the fuck is going on, man? I mean. Yeah. That's, that's what I say, man. Like, motherfuckers ain't. Look. And that's why people are like, oh, y'all don't understand how hard the job. We understand how hard the job is. It's supposed to be hard. you supposed to be able to handle it. You signed up for it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's hard. It's great to know the law. But 90% of your job is dealing with people. You signed up for it. So that's that's why I get mad. Like when people say, oh, when you can't play. Yeah, it's a hard job. You're supposed to be able to do shit under stress. You're supposed to be able to do shit under pressure. So since, since when has it been okay for, for people to be shitty at their jobs? And not give a fuck. But you got somebody's life in your goddamn hands. No, go fuck yourself. I don't want to hear that shit. 
You come to me, you don't understand the situation. God, okay. Okay. But how did you handle it? And that's the point, is if, if the way you handle it doesn't hold up under scrutiny, mm-hmm. then you didn't handle it right. Because mm-hmm. everybody else gets judged by that standard. Everybody else gets judged by the same goddamn standard on every job that they have. The only difference is, is that I don't have a gun and I don't have people's lives or people's freedoms hanging in the fucking balance of that shit. You know, I fuck up a computer. I fuck up on a computer. Yeah, we can't order parts for another day. Maybe we stop training or whatever in a helicopter. Or the job I'm doing now, maybe some t- somebody's TV show doesn't get on the air. Or whatever. Cop fucks up, somebody goes to jail for fucking 10 years. Cop fucks up, somebody dies. You know, oh, go fuck yourself. You got too much responsibility to to, to to not be held accountable for what you do that's fucked up. Well, you never know what's going to happen. And it's such and such. You got to respect this. And it's like, no, God, and look, you, you signed up for this shit. Look, but that's the thing, though, is people respect the job. And everybody respects the job. Everybody understands that cops make mistakes. Everybody understands that people make mistakes. And if it's an honest mistake, then people would understand like if you make an honest mistake, you get called to shots in progress, and there's gunshots going off, and you see a motherfucker pull a toy gun out of his waistband. When does that happen? No, and that's what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying though: is you see that and you like okay, but then you look at the Tamir Rice case. Nobody calls shots fired. One dude called and said it might be a toy gun. Another dude said it, the same dude said it was a young man, like a kid. And the cop rolls up, and within two seconds of getting out of the car, he shoots his kid. <coughs> rolled up on the motherfucker. Yeah. If he was presenting any danger, he would not have gotten no. that close. No, you take cover behind the car. But he wouldn't have run up on him. Yeah. In the police car. I can understand. Guy's right here. And he... Kick. Yeah. Kick. No. He's right there. No, no. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is is you do that. He, he completely... And then you find out that same cop was not allowed to be a police officer in another county because they said he couldn't follow protocol. He actually got kicked out of another police academy. That was part of his fucking police record. But the city of Cleveland hired him. Because they had a shortage of police officers. So they hired uh, somebody who they knew wasn't built to be a goddamn cop. And this kid gets killed. That's my point. Is he got put in situations and failed and somebody else hired him. Once you get kicked out of one police academy, you should not be allowed to be a cop anywhere. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You should up the goddamn criteria. That's what I say. Everybody shouldn't. Everybody that's a marine shouldn't be a fucking marine. Like they just everybody who's a cop shouldn't be a cop. Not everybody can handle that situation. And it's people that'll be like, "Oh, well, you shouldn't be able to call yourself a marine because you don't, you didn't go to combat." Nah, I didn't. But a shit ton of marines don't go to combat. A shit ton of grunts don't ever go to combat because we're not at war all the goddamn time. Shit, between Desert Storm and the last 
fucking uh, conflict we had the the beginning of uh, Iraqi freedom. What was that? Fucking almost 15 years? 10 years? Yeah. So that's 10 years of grunts. Never got stationed anywhere. Are they not Marines either? We all get the job. We all get called. We all had it. We all take the same fucking risk. Some of us get called. Some of us don't. My thing is, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you're not a Marine. I'm not saying that any, 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 any sanction, whatever you want to call it, Army, Navy, whatever. If you go in, you don't see any whatever. doesn't make you not what you went in for. But what I don't understand is how does that you going in make you a bet? Oh, the veteran just means you're a veteran of the service. It doesn't actually mean that you went to combat. Like, as veterans, people who joined the service, who people who served, and then as combat veterans, people who actually went to combat. It's two different classifications in the military. But you got all these people coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm a veteran. I'm a, you should just like, the fuck you oh, do, no. man? Get Nobody. the fuck out of here. No, no real veteran does that shit. You should not. Nah. Well, uh, look, and that's what I'm saying. There's people that's pieces of shit like that. Like John. Remember John. Big John, come out smoke at night. Yeah, yeah, Marine, yeah, 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 yeah. Went to Vietnam. Yeah, John never talked shit about that shit. If you didn't, if you didn't stand out there and talk to John and ask him about his life, he ain't never say shit about that. He's proud as fuck to be a Marine though. The only reason I knew is because I knew his tattoo. Yeah. No real veteran does that shit. People, people are fucking it. People are assholes. They want to get fucking. They want to go to Golden Crown and get the fucking Memorial Day fucking. A Veterans Day thing. Free shit. Yeah, like I say, like some people, that's the only thing in their life that they did. And they want to throw it in people's face like it's something special. There's been millions of people who've served over the years. Millions of people. Some of them died. Some of them gave them one another. Like I say, I can't say, I can't, I'm happy about being a Marine because it was the most five, five most fun years of my fucking life. I partied my ass off. I drank more before 9 a.m. than most people drank all day. I loved being in the Marine Corps. It was fun as fuck. But that was my experience. You'll never hear me say a bad thing about it. I fucking loved it. But can I say that I gave a whole lot to my people? Yeah, I did my job, and I did it well, and I was good at it, and I trained a bunch of guys who were good at their jobs. But nah, I didn't fucking bleed for the country. I didn't fucking go out. I didn't spend fucking 10 years in a goddamn death. Like, that's not, that's that wasn't my service. And there's people who have. And I respect the fuck out of them for doing it. And I understand why they do it. It wasn't no, like, you talk it's to any combat veteran, no combat thing. veteran talks about doing uh, it for their country. They do it for the people that they're there with because okay. they want to bring everybody home. True. People, people. But that whole bet label. Chess is out to here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're proud of their job. I understand you're proud of your job, but veteran or what? I remember being a vet was uh what is it, the the F 
Yeah, VFW, the yeah. veteran of foreign wars. Yeah. Yeah, those are combat veterans. That's the only thing I ever saw growing up as uh, a veteran. Yeah. But now everybody's a veteran. Well, okay. You see what I'm saying? But see, that, that's... It seems like to me, it looks like everybody's a veteran. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's just, that's because that's the you. Because everybody... You grew up in a fucking military town, basically. Or close to a military base. So everybody around you was a veteran, but nobody fucking celebrated anybody but the combat veterans. That's basically all it is. You just got a bunch of motherfuckers here who, other than Camp Mabry, there's no military personnel here. Like, you go to... If you went to, um... To Fort Hood, nobody would give a fuck. I guarantee you nobody would give a fuck other than the fucking VFW dudes. The, the old combat veterans and those guys. It, 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 it's, it's, it's almost like uh, you got those bums on the side of the road. I was, I'm a vet. Yeah, but they're bums on the side of the road uh, but, 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 asking for money. Understood. Looking at them, it's like... You probably smoke meth. Some of them probably do. And what, 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 but here it is. Here it is. So, you're what, 40-something? You're a vet? I was in Vietnam? Get the fuck out of here. You're, my, you're around my age. You see, you see what I'm saying? But that's because we know people who were there. They're not praying on you. They praying on these hipster motherfuckers that don't know shit. <laughs> This is my point, man. It's like you're you're attaching something to a group of people because some a bunch of assholes. Are Thank just you. Out there, like no, man. Like you know, I I, I did what most kids do. I didn't want to go to college. I joined the military. It was like if I want to go later, I got the GI Bill, and that's what I did. Move to the beach. So, <laughs> I mean, but that's what I'm saying, though, is most kids that join the military, they're not trying to go and fight and die. Like, they just want a fucking job where they can fuck around, maybe travel a little bit, get some money to go to college if they want to go. Everybody decides, do I want to stay in this shit or do I want to leave? I left, some people stayed. And, and it's not... Like, it's great if you enjoy it. If you don't, ah. like, my brother, my brother's a combat veteran. My brother's been in this, well, he's going for 25. He got three more years until he hits 25 years. He's going to come out like a fat rat. Yeah. Yeah. They pay for his college. Motherfucker was kicking in doors in Iraq. He's, my brother's a bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker, he and they got guns all over his house. <laughs> so they still allow you to bring back your weapons? No, he buys guns. Now, I remember my uncle's got to keep his some that that used to be a thing. Uh, they don't really allow he, you to take home your issue weapons anymore. Oh, no, not no more, not no more, not no more. But I, man, no, I know. I used to hear stories about that shit too. But man, I don't think they allow you to take your, your take your issue weapons home anymore. I don't know. He might have because he was he was he was uh because he, your first rifle I was under the impression that's yours. Nah. I maybe back then. 
but, I, but no, no. I was under the impression that was yours. That's nah, your shit. I shit, I shit is stored in the armory. Like we don't even get to keep it in the barracks with us. Dang, that's some bullshit. But I don't know. Maybe, not maybe. It might be different. It, did, it, 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 it might be change. different in different services. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. But my uncle, he was in in the uh, late '70s, early '80s, and on through, and he's still doing. Sp- I'm not even gonna talk about that, but he got he had to get, he he got rid of him because of some things. But I do know that I remember seeing um, those those assault rifles with the the short clips. Mm-hmm. Nah, AK has a banana. Nah, it was uh, it was a short clip. Yeah, M16. not the banana. Now he had one. Yeah, it's M16. M16 has a short because it's got a uh, dual stack. But he got rid of him. But he didn't get rid of his his handguns. His his assault, his rifles, he got rid of. Yeah. The thing is, rifles rifles are a great weapon. Not great for home defense. But... I love them. Me personally. If I had the money, I'd have one right now. I love, I love me an AR-15. Accurate out to like 700 yards. Yeah, pop a motherfucker from a mile. <laughs> but no, man. Like, it's... Like, doing it... Like, it's... It's... Nobody should look at... Veterans... And I'm talking about service-wide. As that small group of assholes who tries to take over, like use that name to make themselves better than somebody else. I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I'm just some dude. Like, I I didn't do it. Like I said, I didn't do anything special. Like, you look at me and then you look at some fucking doctor who joined Doctors Without Borders and he's in Africa okay. saving little kids from fucking malaria or whatever. Okay. I fixed computers in the Marine Corps in Hawaii for five years while I was drinking. <laughs> I didn't do anything special. You know, some dude, like, you know, some guys I know, they spent 20 years in the Marine Corps, never really saw any combat. But they did their job well, and they raised the family. How is that any different than some dude who's a fucking construction worker and did their job well and raised the family? It's a job. At the end of the day, it's a job. Now, vets are family. Like, we're special to each other because we went through the same thing. We live, but I know I'm not special to anybody else because it was a fucking job. It was a job I did for five years from the time I was 17 to the time I was 22. Yeah, but the fact is, man, you signed your life over to the government. Yeah. And that, the, the job is a job, but you couldn't quit that job this. without... No, you can't quit without certain consequences, sure. A lot of shit. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you could just say, hey, man, I don't want to do this shit anymore. No, once you get out of boot camp, you can't. Once you, when, and that's the thing that people think. And I don't know why that myth spread. Is that if you're in boot camp, you can't quit? It's bullshit. 
you of course you can quit. That's what it's for. Yeah, boot camp. Yeah, but if you can't yeah, decide, you sign on, you sign on. Yeah, but if you can't decide in the time that you're in boot camp whether or not that lifestyle's for you or not, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well that's true. That's true. Go fuck you. Like I don't like people telling me what to do. Then why the fuck did you join the military? Right. <laughs> That's literally the job. Well, that People was the just wrong decision yeah. for you, brother. <laughs> that's you. you yeah, that's fucking choice. stupid. I don't want to cut my head. And what the fuck did you sign for? What did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, but once you in, man, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, once you in, no, you but in, once you in, that's at that the, point, the government owns your ass, right? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I don't know. I never been in the military, man. But see, this is the thing. All right, so you join. There's certain things that you cannot do. Like you can't go on the news in a uniform and be like, I fucking hate the president. Like you can't do that. Of course, dude. You can't go uh Yeah, you know, there's certain things that you can't say. There's obvious shit. Yeah. But for the most part, literally it was these are the hours you work. You need to show up for PT. You need to be in shape. And you need to be ready to go to war when we say that we're going to war. Other than that, you do what the fuck you want. Like, just show up to work. When I got off work at 5.30, I was drunk by 6. <laughs> I was off base by 8. And most of the time, I didn't come back until I had to be back at work. That's what I say, man. Like, yeah, it's a certain, it's a certain lifestyle. It's like being paid to be in college. If you don't go to war, if you got certain jobs, it's being paid to be in college, basically. I should have joined the Air Force. Oh, no, you joined the Air Force. Look, let me tell you this right now. They say the Air Force is supposed to be the easiest. The Air Force has the best bases. The Air Force's bases are so nice, if the Air Force are, are forced to stay on a Marine base, they actually get paid to stay there because it's below Air Force standards. The Air Force has the most women. Yeah. The Air Force has the most locations. Mm-hmm. And they had the lowest physical standards. Unless you're a paratrooper. If you're an Air Force uh, pararescue, the pararescue are some bad motherfuckers. All I had to do yeah. was take my uh, ASAP. ASVAB. ASVAB. I, I took my ASVAB. I had to... to, to like two steps after the ASFAB. Took the ASFAB. Oh, so it'd be the MEP screening. You have to go to the MEPs and what? do the screening. Whatever that fucking shit was, and then my friends came by and it's like, hey, look, man, we're moving to Wilmington. I was like, man, so you want to go? We need another roommate. I was like, Wilmington? <laughs> I said, fuck, man, I was about to join the fucking Air Force, man. What the fuck? Come, you couldn't come tell me this about a month ago. And I, and I talk to people and they say I'm, I was stupid. But I was like, no, fuck that. Because, I fucked that. I'm glad I did what I did. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is it, yeah, you glad you made the choice you made because you happy with the person you turned out to be. The only motherfuckers that regret shit like that are motherfuckers that ain't happy with who they ended up being. So, look, man. Because I feel like, I feel like, uh, now I say it, I say it, 
But they're like, hey, it's the Air Force. You wouldn't have seen anything. I feel like if I was to go at that time, that's when shit was staring up. Yeah. Shit was staring up. Well, see, the, the thing is, is that the Air Force gets sent to... But the Air Force, other than the pararescue guys, unless you were a pararescue guy. No, trust me, you would know if you would have got selected for pararescue. Because those dudes, the pararescue motherfuckers, uh, basically they work out of a flying hospital. And their job is to be, they're all medics. They're all special forces trained. Some bad motherfuckers, and they all jump out of planes behind enemy lines to go in and take out wounded soldiers out of a battlefield. They retreat while giving medical aid to people. (laughs) They have one of the most ridiculously dangerous, crazy fucking jobs in the military. Some bad motherfuckers. And you get selected early for that shit. Like you have to be top of the top of everything in fucking in, in training to be selected for pararescue. To even to even be considered for it, you have to be top. So you would have known way ahead of time if you were gonna be pararescue. Everybody else, like I had a, a cousin in the Air Force, his job was to uh ride in the back of a semi and guard nuclear weapons. <laughs> Which I was like, you are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> Hey, right, you gonna put me in the back with the bomb? Hell no! <laughs> you gonna fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be nervous as fuck every time I hear this. Hey, man, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> Who the fuck is driving? Ray Charles, get me off this motherfucker! You hit the bumps on purpose. I be mad as fuck. <laughs> Ray Charles. <laughs> Be mad as fuck. Ain't got no curb feelers on this motherfucker. What's up? Get me out this bitch. Put some shocks on this motherfucker. <laughs> he back here sitting with this goddamn warhead. But yeah. I mean, hey, if if I was to go, if I would have went, and I would have did whatever, I would come out and I would have had some money. Maybe. Uh, Maybe you would have been like me and spent it all. Maybe you'd have been like me spending seven fifty a night in the strip club. <laughs> hey! Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm not. That's what I say. Man. I spent five years partying, and I'm not. That's not. That is not an exaggeration. After I got out of boot camp. It was the only three months that I was in the Marine Corps that I didn't party. It was the only three months because I couldn't get off the base. After that, I spent four years and nine months partying my ass off. Okay? San Diego. Shout out to Deja Vu. Shout out to the body shop. Shout out to less girls. Shout out to all my strippers. Every girl that I slapped the ass. Athens, Georgia. Toppers and Chelsea's. Shout to the strippers out there. Shout to all them hoes at UGA. 
Shout to the bitch I fingered in the back of the Georgia theater. <laughs> Shout to all you hoes. Why? Can I not? I, don't, I can't even shout out everybody out there. Shout to the Eskimo that cock blocked me on the big island. Shout to that half black, half Hawaiian bitch that had hair down to that fat ass. Shout to her. Shout to all my motherfucking uh, Japanese chicks. Yes. Shout to y'all. Moshi mosh. You know what I'm saying? Shout to all you. God damn it. Shout to, shout to all my Hawaiian chicks. These rat ass bitches that was out there. You motherfucker. Oh my God. You motherfucking Mokahanas. I love y'all. Y'all, y'all Ohana to me. I, shout to everybody. Shout to the bums that watch me fuck on the beach. Shout, shout to all the hotels. Shout to all the clubs. Shout to them DJs. Fuck it. Shout to the goddamn Mahoos that I watched dance with my friend. This is the first time I seen a dude dance with a tranny and not know it was a tranny. It was hilarious. That was fucked up. Like, hey, man, I can't, like, I did. You'll never hear me say that. I can't take it serious. I loved every minute. Shout out to all the dudes that I used to play ball with. Everything, all the car wrecks, shout to it, everything, all of it, shooting guns, going out. I I might have touched somebody's daughter at some point. I don't give a fuck. Like it was just fun. It was fun. It was five years of the most fun anybody could have. That's not rich. It was the most fun five years that I could have had. And not be rich. Wow. <laughs> I jumped out of plane. I pet a turtle. Like <laughs> a, a sea turtle, a giant tortoise. Like you just walk up on the beach and the tortoise is just there. Like I saw a fucking volcano. Like I just saw like it's just the most fun I've ever had in my fucking life. The most beautiful beaches in the goddamn world. Chicks just walking up the street in thongs. I mean, what am I going to be mad about? What the fuck am I going to be mad about? I got on water skis. I did. I, 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 saw, I saw a tiger jack off on another tiger's back at the, at the Honolulu Zoo. Wait a minute. Jack off? Yes. Time out, man. He used his power. No. Okay. Is the tiger going to jack the fuck off? All right. So this is a fucked up story. This is a fucked up story. All right. So, so me and some friends go to the Honolulu Zoo, which is right downtown. It's, mm. it's right in Waikiki. Is it White? Uh, is it Honolulu Zoo? Waikiki Zoo? One of the zoos. It's the it's zoo. Jacking off. It's the zoo out there. So we walk around, and we notice the fucking ele- the like a lot of the animals were horny. Like we saw an elephant fucking. Rhino's walking around with a fucking hard on. It must have been that time of the year. Springtime. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the weather don't change out there. You can't really tell. So, <laughs> so we get to the tiger cage, and I'm standing there, and it's all these kids there. It was like a field trip. So we stand there looking at the tigers or whatever. Me and my own boy looking at the tiger, and the male tiger, the female tiger, is laying over there by the fence with her paws crossed. Just kind of looking away or whatever, right? So the male tiger walk over, bite her neck, 
you know, start nudging him with, start nudging her head with his nose. Like, hey, bitch, come on, let's let's get it on. You, you see the elephants over there, bitch, let's go. <laughs> so the female tigers, and just kind of like, no, nigga, I don't, I don't fuck with you like that. Like, get away from me, Clarence. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just so he walked behind him. Start nudging her butt with his tail, like bitch, get the ass up. Let's, you know, let's get it in. Let's show me that arch in your back. You know what I'm saying? So she just wouldn't do it. She just laid that tail. She wrapped her tail between her legs, like, nah, you're not getting none of this today. So the male tiger was like, hey, bitch, like, you know, let's go. And the the kids, we all standing there looking in the glass, and we like, what the fuck are they doing? So the male tiger. Goes, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get this nut off. He goes and sits on her back and starts rubbing his shit on her back. Just hunching him. Yeah. Just okay. Just tight bootying. Just, just tight bootying like a motherfucker. <laughs> so the kids are all like, what is he doing? And I'm sitting up there looking. And I look at my homeboy. He's like, no. And I was like, yeah, this nigga's finna bust off on this bitch. So it looked like a motherfucker took a fucking two gallon milk jug and cut that bitch on her back. It just. <laughs> it's all down her fur. It's all on the ground. This motherfucker busted off huge. Just and all the kids was like, "Oh, what is that?" And the teacher's like, "No, we." It's <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> It's so fucked up because it don't make a difference what species. All dudes make the same face when they buzzing up. That tiger's like, (laughs) 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 the face he made when he buzzed off, like, no. (laughs) 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 I don't know. It was so funny. He got up. He bit that bitch on the neck. He was like, ah, thank you, baby. And walked over and went to sleep under a tree. That's disgusting. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. That's why I can't stop, man. My time remember I watched Tiger Porn with a bunch of kids, man. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 hey, dude, that shit was so fucked up. But hey, man, yeah, I can't, I can't hit on that place, man. I can't hate on that place. That's why I say, I always say, that's the place I want to go when I retire. When I'm done, you ever looking for me, that's where I'm going to be. I love Texas. I like California. But God damn it, when it's time for me to go, that's where I'm going. Uh, this is where the beach or the mountains for my ass would probably be the mountains, but... I've never, that's the thing, I've never been to the mountains. Uh, I've never lived anywhere where there were really any mountains. Houston's flat as fuck. LA, they got mountains out there, but I ain't never been there for a north. She just went to uh, Lake Tahoe. She tried skiing for the first time. (laughs) 
She's too bottom heavy. She kept huh? falling, huh? No, she stayed up. No shit. Hmm? No shit. I'll, I ain't talking shit on your system, man. Oh, you ain't worry about me. Yeah. You just worry about if she listening to this shit. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. You know, that way, it's just, you know, facts is facts. You know, bottom heavy. I'm going to shut up. But I'm just saying. If you're bottom heavy, talking about, you know, I'm going to shut up. Oh, man, that's why I say I, I want to try out the mountains. I want to go to Colorado. I want to try out because it's, it's you got a squat and maybe um, yeah. Colorado is nice, man. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. I mean, dude, I work with he go to Colorado. His family got they had a I don't know if his family got a cabin or if it's just a place they go to vacation all the time. But he showed me the pictures of it. It looked nice. And, like, she showed me the pictures of Lake Tahoe. Like, they didn't have fresh powder, but it was enough to go up there and ski. Right. And plus, she just rode the bunny slopes and shit. Like, it wasn't anything steep or whatever. But she showed me a picture of the big mountain that they tell. I was like, oh, no, fuck that shit. Like, motherfuckers going up there, jumping out of helicopters and skiing. I was like, hey, hold on. Watch out, man. <laughs> watch out a little bit. I ain't trying to. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go up there and kill myself now. But for me. Because I ain't never really been nowhere cold, other than when I was stationed in Athens. But even then, it wasn't like super cold. It was still Georgia. But uh, the the only time I've I've been to Colorado, <clears throat> been to Colorado, but that was on um, my layover. Now North Carolina is different. Yeah. And. I I don't know how to say. It's just peaceful. Yeah. That's what I've always heard. I mean, and, you, you know, hear the way Rogan and, 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 and Coco talk about that shit. Talk about bolding motherfucking uh, Denver and all that shit. But yeah, I want to go. I want to check it out. I'm pretty sure Colorado is a hell of a lot better. Then uh, uh, Boone, North Carolina. You know. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind going up to Aspen and catching me a couple snow bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> but what you doing? I'm hunting rabbit. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. I mean, um, the people, scenery. And I'll just just say this little tidbit. Went camping. And, um, you know, woke up next day. We all got in the tent, you know, smoke. And we, I got out and just walked out to the edge of the field. Edge of the field, you can see, you know, the mountain peaks, you know. 
Just stand there, fucker Danny. He's over there. And these clouds are coming. Just. But at a distance. But here's these two mountains. Peak. And he just. Went in. I was like. Went right through me. I was just wet as shit. Yeah. But that was the best fucking feeling. Yeah. The best scenery that. Oh, it's fucking weird when you when you got a cloud when you actually go through a real cloud. That shit's weird. You're like, it's it's cold. And it's wet, but it's yeah. not bad. You're like, I don't know how to feel about. Does it get violated? What just happened? But. The shit, it was badass. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah, it's beautiful. It was, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Like, and and um, I think I think that's one of the problems that people have. Because it's something that I noticed even when I was out in Puerto I'm good. Even when I was out in Puerto Arthur. We went out to that spot to where the uh, alleged strippers were. Alleged. Strippers. Oh, uh, yeah. Port Arthur's not a big city, but it's got refineries and shit. But it's never really that lit up. So when we were out there, I'm drinking my beer, or whatever, waiting for the alleged hoes to get there. I, I don't know, there was hoes in the house. Okay. I was waiting for the hoes to come. I'm drinking my beer, and we got what the fuck was we listening to? I think we was listening to uh, A Ball and MJG <laughs> pimps in the house. <laughs> And I'm drinking my beer, and I'm looked up, and I saw the stars. I was like, this the shit. Because you don't get to see that shit out here. It's too bright out here. Like, you look up, and there's a couple stars. Like, the really, really bright ones, the Big Dipper, and some of the other shit. You get to see that shit. You might not get to see it as clear because the lights of the city are so close here. But, like, when I'm out at Erica's house out in Maine, you see them. Yeah, yeah. And when I'm at my mom's house, you see them a little bit. But when I was out there, you saw all that shit. I was like, "Fuck!" Like you don't realize, like you you miss you miss nature. If you grew up in the city your whole life, like I did, you miss nature. And like when I see it, it's like, "Oh, yeah." I'm like, and I think that's part of the reason why I love Hawaii, because you're surrounded by everywhere you go, you see the ocean. There's nowhere in Hawaii that you go that you don't see the fucking ocean. You always reminded, "Oh no, this shit is cool." I like the city. Like, one of the most beautiful things you can do is when you flying over L.A. and you look down and you see that grid, you see the lights from above, that shit is fucking amazing. Like, you're like, god damn. Same thing with uh, Texas. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like, you drive, oh, yeah, you fly over Houston and you see all them goddamn yeah. lights, and you're like, fuck. But when you are in the country yeah. and ain't no lights and you look up and yeah. you see all those goddamn stars, and that shit is fucking amazing. It's amazing. It reminds you of how fucking small you are. It's the fucking greatest thing in the world. Like, after it rains in Hawaii and you're driving across a certain highway or whatever, you see, like, seven waterfalls and you're like, fuck. Like, this shit is out here. Man, it doesn't make a difference how big you are. When I saw that volcano and you see the fucking volcano pathways coming down the thing, you're like, oh, yeah, this shit can be gone in a second. Like, none of this shit is permanent. That's what it reminds me of when I look at it. I'm like, you know, it, it puts everything in perspective. You go to the North Shore and you see a fucking 20-foot wave 
come barreling in. And that shit sound like a train and it's fucking shaking. It feels like the beach is shaking because all of that water's rushing in. God damn. Like, it, it reminds you of, like, where your fucking place is on the earth. Like, this shit could all be over. And that's when you realize, well, I better have fun now. Hey, fat bitch, come here. <laughs> like, that's what it is. That's <laughs> right. That's why I live my life. Like, hey, this shit could all be over. I'm fucking right now. I mean, you know, I don't know. That's why I don't put shit. I, I, I try not to put shit off. Like, the important shit, the shit, the fun shit. No, I'm not putting that shit off. For what? You gonna do it tomorrow? What if I'm not here tomorrow? Why am I not gonna have fun today? You gonna be broke. I'm broke now. If I wasn't broke now, I wouldn't be worrying about being broke tomorrow. You give a fuck? Hey, fat bitch, get over here. I am. That shit's stupid, man. People, hey, people worry about the wrong shit. Hey, you goddamn fun. Why the fuck not? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck somebody else. Go fuck something. That shit is dumb, man. That, oh, wow. I need to, I need to get this straight, and then, and then when I'm fifty, I'll have a portfolio, and then, and then you spend your whole life worrying about keeping money. You get money, then you spend the whole rest of your work like worrying about keeping money. Fuck that shit. Why? Why? If you got kids, I understand, cause you want to leave them something. But now you're not living for you. You're living for your kids. So it's different. If it's just you, fuck you holding on to that shit for? What? Why? Who are you leaving it to? Go ahead and fuck it off. Go fuck all of it off. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't understand that shit. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm 37. I may not have any kids. I'm 41. And I'm damn near positive. Damn. Kids. Okay. So that's what I'm saying, though, is that you're at that point in your life. So you really worried about leaving a legacy? Leaving some money for somebody? The only thing that's really on my mind is the fact that, A, Somewhere in the back of my head is saying, just, just one. Yeah, is this a kid? Just gonna skeet up in one bitch? Just one. Just skeet up and just, you know, sne- just sneak a skeet. You wearing that color, you yeah, bitch? Skeet? I'm <laughs> 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 no, just saying, man. I mean, you know. No, and, and look, I, I feel you. I'm the same way. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I won't ever. I'm saying that the possibility gets lower every year. But I just don't which is already past the point. I'm already past the point where well you go ahead and have a kid now because by the time they get certain ages now nah, I will be old oh. by the time. Yeah. I'll be an old man by the time they seventeen, twenty Whatever. You see what I'm saying? So, 
Uh, is it? Yeah, you wondering if it's something you want. Now, if it's something that's possible, something that you want at this point, but. At this point, man, the yeah, rate that I'm the, the right the, the, yeah, the rate that I'm going, shit, man, I might as well just go ahead and just throw it up, just throw it out the window with, with my keys, man. I, I, I just <laughs> whatever, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you get to a certain age and be like, "Why ain't mommy a look? Your daddy was old, your mama a hoe. Look, she out in the street." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. You know, I mean, no, man, I get it. The shit, I mean, you could sit here and keep going and and keeping it being in good shape and whatever, and still look good and whatever. But you still that 50, 60, 70 year old motherfucker. Yeah, but that shit don't mean the same thing now. I don't give a fuck about what you just said. I hear that all the time. I hear it all the time. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. In terms of parenthood, because this is the healthiest anybody's ever been, ever. It's. And I don't mean individual people. I mean, because of medical technology now. Motherfuckers are living, you know, 10 years, sometimes 15 years longer than they used to. So being 50 doesn't mean exactly the same thing it did like 30 years ago. You still, to me, you still old motherfucker. Like, I'm... You 50. You past middle age. You, You in the young... You are a young old nigga at fifty. That's how I look at it. You you the youngest of the old niggas when you fifty. Once you hit sixty, you are an official old nigga. <laughs> and if you had a high school graduation clapping for your son when you sixty years old, bruh. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> but, but 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 then again, what if you get you a young one? What if you like Mayweather? You and Mayweather got a nineteen year old girlfriend. How old is Mayweather? 30, 38, 39, something like that. You know she, you know she a young Vegas stripper. You know she a young Vegas stripper. <laughs> Just keep you young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just tight. Everything tight. Just. Right there is money. Yeah, right. Oh, man. I mean, That's look, what, dog. That's what just talking about, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You don't get a. Hey, you don't get to. You don't get to be a a a thirty eight year old midget with brittle <laughs> hands and fuck nineteen year olds. Cause look, hey, Mayweather's the greatest defensive fighter in the world, possibly in history, possibly the best ever. Definitely top three greatest defensive fighters in the world. He got brittle hands, and he's short as fuck. Brittle hands. He does. He breaks his hands all the time. And that's why he... Uh, that's why he don't have no punching power. He's scared to punch because he always breaks his hands. He always breaks his hands in fights. That's why he has that pitter-patter style. That style where he just jabs people and taps <clears> and, <throat> and, 
and throws one shots, he throws too many combinations, his fucking hands explode. I'm trying to remember what um, Diaz said about Connor. What did he? What did uh, Diaz say that? He said he knew he would beat him. No, no, not that. What does he do? He pity, not pity pats, but he's like a. Well, everything Connor does is to set up the left hand. Stop. Well, no, that's what he said. He said everything he does is to set up he, the left he hand. He said something. It's like a. Is he, he's he's one dimensional. Like a pit, not pussy. Fuck. Can't think of what he said. When he got on the mic and told Joe Rogan, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ah! <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, I sat there and I told Shane. That's, that was some Doc Holiday shit right there. I told Shane. What did you tell him? I can't. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I felt, I felt the win. Talked to my friend back home. And he's like, well, well, Diaz is and Connor is that. I was like, hey, I understand. Whenever I first saw Connor fight and you sat there and you told me, this motherfucker calls his shit. Yeah. And I saw it. I was in arms. But then all that... WCW bullshit talk that it kept coming out of his mouth. I was like, nah. And the same thing with fucking Ronda Rousey. I like Ronda Rousey. I did. Yeah, I know. I didn't jump ship because whatever the fuck. It was because of her fucking mouth. And the shit that she was doing. The same thing with fucking Connor. And all I said, not with Shane... But with my friend back home, it's like everybody's got a chink in their fucking armor. Yeah. Somebody's going to beat this motherfucker. I hope I see it. Yeah. Do you remember what I told you? After the Chad Chad Mendez fight, what did I tell you? The second somebody gets him on the ground and holds him down, he's going to lose. But, yeah, 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 yeah. You did say that. And, yeah. Because he got no ground game. I saw that. Dude, Chad Mendes has two more weeks to train for that fight to actually get in shape, hold his cardio up. Chad Mendes beats Conor. Conor never becomes champion. Chad Mendes gets to fight against Aldo. Chad Mendes took that fight on a week's notice. He never got in shape. He do spent the entire time cutting weight. Think. What do you think is going on with Aldo? Do you think he needs to retire? Aldo Aldo's not really a 145 pound fighter Aldo's really a 155 pound fighter and he should have moved up to 155 pounds like three fights ago that weight cut it kills him he looks like he's gonna fucking die when he does that weight cut and when you when you're killing yourself in that weight cut and you have all the emotions that came in plus he had that fucking rib injury before so he wasn't training before yeah, he probably wasn't as sharp as he needed to be when he fought Conor. Yeah, but he was still 30-some seconds. It's 13 seconds. Oh, No, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is look, we can say all of that shit with a flash KO like that. I can't say he looked bad. I, I don't know. It's not enough fight. Like, because when he gets to that point, 
everybody knows Connor hits hard. Everybody knows for 145 pounds, that motherfucker punches hard as fuck. And he can put anybody out. And he caught him. So can I say why he caught him? No. I can say the I can say the conditions of of him taking the fight. Because everybody knows the conditions. Is that an excuse? Probably not. Probably not. But he won what how many fights in a row? He went undefeated for like nine years or whatever. Then he got caught. Now, you look at it and you go, well, obviously Connor's the better fighter, or was he just a really powerful dude that caught somebody? I don't know. He just caught him. Possibly. I'd say he just caught him. Yeah. Because he got that kind of power, and nobody's ever said Connor doesn't have power. He he caught the dude. That's that's fighting. That's that's fighting. But then, yeah, of course he's gonna do it. It makes him fucking money. That's money, man. If you get, if you, that's if you get, no well, let, well, let me ask you something. If you go out and make two million a fight, just fighting, not talking, but then you go out and you talk, and you can make five or six million a fight. What are you gonna do? Because I'm going to talk my ass off. Especially if I'm fighting Aldo. Because Aldo, as long as he's been champion, Aldo's never been a top draw for the UFC. I went against him. Hmm? Everybody went against him. Yeah, everybody went against him. Because he doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak English. (laughs) Because he didn't speak English, they went against him. The same thing with Silver. Look at how long Silver was. Silver, Silver... Only became a draw after like his third fight when people wanted to see him lose. See, why did you ever say that guy? See, the thing is, it pissed me off about that motherfucker. I didn't, uh, all that fucking, fuck that. You knew what you were doing. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, but we're not talking about his fighting style. We're talking about promotion. Okay, you're right. That's what I'm saying. The guys that talk, the Diaz brothers talk all the goddamn time. And they promote fights, and people want to see them fight. Donald Cerrone talks all the goddamn time, and everybody knows Donald Cerrone will fight anytime, anywhere, anybody. And he talks shit. He talks shit to Conor when they was in that fucking press conference together, and everybody wants to see them fight. The guys who talk. Cowboy. Yeah. The guys who talk bring in the most money. <clears throat> Chael Sonnen talked himself into three championship fights in a row in two different weight divisions and didn't win, didn't win any of them. The last the last title fight that he had, he talked himself into that title fight against John Jones, and the motherfucker was on a five-fight losing streak. He lost five fights in a row and fought John Jones. Just because he could. Because he could talk and he could sell a fight. What do you think is going to happen with the uh, next... Cromier Jones fight. Jones gonna wax him. Wax. 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 <laughs> he is gonna beat <laughs> the brakes off Daniel Cormier. The brakes. Just look. And it's not gonna be like the last fight where he won by a decision. 
He's going to make him tap. Well, you know, I don't think he's going to knock Daniel out because he's never been that type of fighter. Jones doesn't have a lot of knockouts. Jones makes people submit. He chokes people out. He, he taps them, but he doesn't really knock people out. He's never been that kind of fighter. He uses his distance, or he'll 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 beat him up to the point where the ref stops him. <laughs> but he's gonna put people out. I think he's going to feel him out for the first round because this is his first fight in almost two years. Mm-hmm. I think the first round is gonna be kind of touch and go. He's gonna find his range. That second round, he's gonna take Cormier down, and he's gonna elbow that motherfucker into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> He That's better, what I'm saying. Man. I'm saying two rounds. I'm saying he two better. rounds. He better because you saw it in the in yes. the in the in the, yes. in the Johnson fight. Cormier can get touched. He's not. He's got a lot of power, but he's not a great boxer. And that's what made Cormier take take uh, Rumble down and beat him in that first fight because Rumble touched him in that first round. So Cormier is not invincible. Cormier is not. The, yeah, he's he's gonna get beat. I just think it's gonna be second round. Probably with about two two minutes, maybe a minute and a half left on the on the clock. I hope he drags the whole thing out and just beat him to a fucking pulp. I don't think Cromier needs to shut the fuck up. I don't think shut the fuck up. I don't, I don't think he's gonna do that. I think Jones. I, I think I think it's to the point. Jones where, don't have stamina. That's what you're saying. No, Jones has stamina. Jones can last the whole fight. It's not that. I think Jones is going to. I think Jones is at a point where he's not going to try to punish. But he's just going to be like, I'm going to win my title back and move on. Because he already knows he's better than that motherfucker. Like, Cormier knows Jones is better. <laughs> Com- Jones, Jones was doing cocaine three weeks before they first fight and beat him. That doesn't, <laughs> don't say that. No, I'm don't not. Don't say that. I'm saying this. I'm not saying the cocaine, cocaine did anything to him. Cocaine didn't do shit. I'm not saying the cocaine. Cocaine would have hindered him. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Jones was out partying okay. in Brazil. Okay. In Brazil. Three weeks before he fought him the first time and washed him. <laughs> this motherfucker been powerlifting and drinking protein shakes. He is going to beat the brakes <laughs> off of Daniel Cormier. And that's what, two months? A month and a half? I don't even think it's that long. Um, July? I mean, May? May? I think it's May. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I think, yo, Cormier is going to get waxed. I got to see this fucking fight, dude. He's going to get waxed. Because he's not going to touch John. He's too short. Dan had the boxing skills. Dan had a reach. And he's already shown that he can't out-wrestle John. And plus, uh, his best wrestling trade, his best training partner, Kane, is hurt again. So he hasn't <laughs> been able to work with him. Dude, he, he doesn't, like... I honestly don't see how Cormier wins this fight. I don't. I, don't, I can't see how Cormier has any way to win this fight. He's not gonna hit him. He's not gonna outstrike him. He's not gonna outwrestle him. He damn sure can't kick. He's Too got. Short. He doesn't have a jujitsu to beat John. But he can't punch. He's just got. No, power. he's got power. He's got a punch. I mean, the motherfucker is five ten and weighs. You know, naturally weighs two hundred fifty pounds. Like the motherfucker has power. He's got power. He can crack anybody. The thing is, is he can't reach John. And John's never been stupid enough to stand in anybody's range and get touched. The only person that's ever beat John up is uh, Alexander Gustafsson. And Alexander Gustafsson and Jones are the same size. They got basically the same reach. 
that's the only person that ever touched John up. And John still beat him. It took him five rounds. That's how I know he's got the stamina to beat him. The stamina to last five rounds. So, I, I don't see how Cormier wins the fight. Like, every other fight that I've seen that lost, like, when Conor fought Aldo, I thought if Aldo could set up the thing and go and do kicks and play his game, he could win. But I was like, eh, if Conor touches him, because Conor's got that kind of power, I just didn't think it would happen. That fast. Yeah. I didn't think Conor would. Like, I honestly did not think Jose would run in, because he's never done that in any other fight. He's never run in at the beginning of a fight and just attack somebody. Except for Cub Swanson when he threw that double knee at the beginning of the fight and fucking cracked the dude's orbital socket. But I don't know what the fuck happened in that fight. I can't try to explain it. He lost. He got he got caught like a billion other fighters before him. But I did Cormier is the only like when when he fought Rumble, I was like, if Rumble can catch him earlier, I was like, if Rumble can catch Cormier early, drop him and stay on him, then he can win. But if he doesn't catch him early and Cormier takes him down, motherfucker's an Olympic wrestler. You get Cormier on top of you, it's fucking hard as fuck to get him off. That's what happened. But he didn't sub him. He didn't make him quit. He just laid on him for two rounds or three rounds or whatever and won the fight. But Cormier and Jones... I don't see any way that motherfucker wins that fight. There's just no hope, way he wins that fight. I just hope he... Hope Jones does the deed. I hope Jones fucking dick slaps him in the middle of the fight. Like, I don't... <laughs> He's just been talking so much shit, though, man. I mean, it's like... Oh, did you see the, did you see the, uh, the meme Jones put out on his, uh, on his Instagram? Uh-huh. Where he had the fight poster... But instead of Cormier, it had uh, Carl Winslow from uh, Family Matters, the cop. And picture, I'll show it to you after the fucking podcast. That shit was funny as fuck. That shit made me laugh like a motherfucker. But hey, we had just over three hours, so we're going to cut this shit off. Uh, the usual. Shout out to Potter family. Shout out to all our Twitter followers. We appreciate y'all. So, uh, Chuck and Jane, I want to say, uh, that's whatever, man, and, uh, eat a dick. All right. <laughs>